Right to Bryden is recorded live in front of a YouTube audience. Spooky and I really should be the first people you, you turn to. Anytime there's a big event, you turn to us first, we'll, we'll sort you out. We'll tell you exactly what to think. Don't, don't go out there and think anything on your own. That would be dangerous. As a candidate who fully embraced the president, got plenty of on-the-ground support from the commander-in-chief in return. It was a big win tonight. Details about what President Trump told special counsel Robert Mueller's team in response to those written questions he received. Listen to America's All right. Hey, uh, here we are again. It's another episode of uh, I don't think either one of us want to fucking be here and just kind of ready to fucking die. Uh, everything's rough. Um, but you know, what are you, what are you going to do here? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's right to Bryden. I'm Bryden and, uh, painfully fucking sober. I've been awake since very early this morning. But Spicky's here with me. What's going on, Spicky? It's going to be another one of those shows, isn't it? I do. That's just the whole fucking thing now. It's, you know, it doesn't even matter anymore. Uh, we got to find a way to cheer you up. Ah, it's, there's, there's, I'm like no. fucking... Yeah, there is. I mean, I'm like fucking brain dead right now, and uh, I'm fine. I mean, I, like I should be. I mean, I guess depression comes and goes when you have a concussion, but uh, I'm fine. I mean, I <laughs> like I'm good. What's your problem? I'm not fucking it. depressed. I just realized like the world's fucking shitty. My life is fucking shitty, right? So it's like, eh, like depression. why you can't you can't be like, oh, that's not depression. That's just being like, oh wow. I, uh, I I looked around at things, and I went, ah, shit. Well, that sucks. Like, you can't be like, oh, you're depressed. Why aren't you, like, uh, why aren't you just, you know, jubilant over the fact that, uh, you know, every morning you're just like, oh, I have to, I have to do more shit I don't ever want to again, over and over until I fucking die. Like, that's just called, you know, being extremely self-aware, dude. Like, that's it. You don't have yeah. to be happy about it. You know, you just have to be like, you just have to accept it. As long as you don't jump off of a fucking bridge, then you're not depressed. You're just fucking extremely self-aware. Yeah, you know what I used to do and I'd feel like that when I was younger? Because I'd just go to a strip. Uh, well, drugs, but yeah, I'd just go to a strip club and just shame the women. It is a great time, dude. You will leave there feeling so great about yourself, knowing like, like when someone's like, oh, you ask them, how many kids do you have? Oh, I have two. Yeah, you're a filthy fucking whore lady disgusting fucking people yeah. but what a great place to feel good about yourself and i don't even like i hate those places absolutely fucking hate them but when you feel like shit they're a great place to go cheer up yeah waste of money don't cost shit nah, it's a waste of fucking money you don't want to do that you it's just... like going to the bar no you could yeah yeah it's uh, going to the bar is a waste of money too you know you just uh you just drink at home and then call uh women on the internet those same names you know that's just that's the that's the way that you can do things now. I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm just uh, being uh, self-aware. It gets me banned. Yeah, but I women mean, are a protected class. Oh, do you hear what they're doing on uh, 
uh, on Twitter now, though, is you can't uh, misgender or dead name trannies anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. So you could get fucking locked out and suspended for, like, not even knowing, <laughs> right? Which is great. Yeah. yeah, you have to call everybody, like, Zer or something. Uh, what a fucked up deal. What a what an awful thing. I mean, how many fucking... You know what I'm going to do? Because black people hate trannies. Yeah. Just, you know, search tranny on Twitter and just report a bunch of black people for that. And they'll instantly ban them. I got banned for it. And I don't even know what I did. It just, uh, like, I... I uh, what the fuck did I say? It called somebody gay or something, and they're like, Nobody they're knows. like, yeah, but uh, I thought it was a, I thought it was a dude to be honest with you, but it wasn't a dude. But that's what I ended up getting banned for was uh, calling somebody gay. They're like, no, I'm actually that's, not. That's I'm a, a woman. lesbian. Like, <laughs> All right, that's a mess, dude. It's 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 just such a weird thing for. I mean, you knew it was gonna come, but it's just like it's just such a weird thing that I. there's only one way they can enforce it, which is like totally against everybody who's not a tranny, you know, like that's the only way that they can enforce it is just like, just the trannies get the special treatment on Twitter. It can, you know, like, I mean, it must be nice to be a tranny because like you, you just, you can send people to jail for just arbitrary fucking reasons. I mean, that only lasts until you kill yourself when you're like 35 or whatever. Right. But like that whole ride up there has got to be pretty good. You can just get everyone fired from their jobs for uh, not, you know, going along with your LARP. Uh, yeah, it's 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 interesting, man. Like those people are fucked up. Oh, yeah. I told you the story about my cousin in the tranny, right? Uh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna tell it again, but uh, yeah, that's a that's a pretty good story. <laughs> and imagine what would happen if that was today. Well, I mean, I guess we don't really know the ending of that story, yeah. but uh, <laughs> like, imagine, imagine if so- that happened. They're like, "Oh no, no!" Uh, you know what? That, that fucking tranny has every right to lie about having a fucking dick to you and pretend to be a chick. Like, you're going to jail for just fucking saying it's a fucking dude. Oh yeah, like, for for naming it. That's that you're going to jail now. I, that we're well on our way to that. We are well on oh. our fucking way to that, dude. I mean, California, you can already get into trouble legally. For, for misgendering and all of that shit. I mean, it's like it's only gonna get, it's only gonna get so much worse. Like on that whole front, it's gonna just get so much fucking on that whole front hole. It's gonna get so much worse. I mean, is it more offensive to be misgendered, or um, is it more offensive to be asked what your gender is or what you prefer to be called? Because I would think that it would probably be more offensive to be asked the question well uh either way uh, you get into trouble for it is basically it like that's just the only way that it works either way you get into trouble uh so you're fucked you know it's uh, there's only one way that these rules can be applied and it's just a really heavy-handed uneven way where you lose no matter what and they win every time it's like it's just the way that the rules are are are, are for that um I just don't know, like, and since they've got so many, like, Indian fellas uh, doing the, the the banning and shit for Twitter anyway, I imagine they're going to get kind of confused. And you might be able to abuse that and just even, like, anime avatars just say, like, oh, misgendering, dead name. Like, this could get out of hand real quick. I, don't, I just don't know how they plan to enforce it. 
it's gonna be funny when they all get banned, but Indian men are like the thirstiest people on Twitter. They don't give a fuck if it's a tranny, but it's gonna confuse the fucking shit out of them. I mean, it. Uh, it's a slippery slope. I mean, then you know, after this, what's gonna happen is it's gonna be uh, you're gonna get banned for misracing people. You're gonna you're gonna get banned for calling somebody white when they're Jewish. Uh... Is what's gonna happen. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if that specifically would happen, but I could say like, you know, probably some of the uh, old old mixeroonies, the old uh, the old swirlsters. Uh, you you know, you might you might get into trouble with them because they always you know they want to be the darker, uh, the the black person. You know, they they resent their they resent their white parent or whatever. Um, you could probably get into trouble for that eventually. I could see that. Yeah, uh, the dark, dark versus light skin debate yeah. is a bannable offense on Twitter. I, I just don't know what Twitter is going to be used for after a while. Um, well, okay, that's not true. It's going to be used by yeah, a pigs. Well, <laughs> uh, they're going to get banned too. But uh, I mean, it's going to be used by just the media outlets and the people that are too lazy to write articles to just say, "Here's what Peoria thinks about stuff," and it's going to be all trannies, just a sea of fucking trannies saying, "Like, I don't like." Donald Trump. And that, that'll that be all Twitter is there. That and celebrities. It'll be Ariana Grande not tweeting after she kills the next person. So, it just seems like a I'm surprised guess. Pete Davidson's still alive, by the way. Me too. He's, he's like I, I put money. I should have put money on it. I thought I, I was confident in saying like he had two weeks to live. I'm glad I didn't put money on it. He's a fighter. But I mean, he's got AIDS, dude. Yeah, he's a fighter. He's really uh, pushing through this and whatever... You know, I guess the Ariana Grande's being being mean to him still uh, through music, uh, which is perfectly sane of of a young woman to mm-hmm. do. That's just perfectly sane for her to do. Uh, it's got to be rough. It's got to be rough well, for that guy. It, if you're Pete Davidson and you have banged arguably one of the hottest chicks there are uh, and you were an ugly motherfucker, you know it's all downhill from there. Yeah, uh, that's why I was pretty confident in the two weeks. Like he's got to be thinking about that and being like, "There." I mean, he doesn't make shit for money. He lives in New York, so he really doesn't have shit for money. He keeps making like, jokes that he lives with his mom, apparently. But I'm wondering if that's actually true. It very well might be. Probably. Probably. I read somewhere he doesn't make shit for money. Like no. No, he's just a, not at all. He's just like a Saturday not, Night Live guy, and he's not even one of like the really popular ones. He's most famous for fucking Ariana Grande for three months, and having his dad die on nine eleven. That's the only reason why anybody even knew him before that. Yeah, I forgot completely about that. What about uh, all of the other like thousands of people whose dads died on nine eleven? Then why don't they just make a whole Saturday Night Live for them? It'd be just as funny. In fact, it'd be a little bit funnier. <laughs> It probably would. Pete is not he's not very funny at all. He's not a funny guy in the least bit. He's funny looking. Yeah, I don't know. He's got this weird like uh, giant mouth. Yeah, and like it's uh, giant eyes and he just he looks like a kind of like a a fucking Furby meets a Mr. Potato Head, you know? Like there's just something <laughs> fucked up with his face and it's not, you know, I don't know. It's Jewish. Yeah, it's just Jewish. Now, speaking it's of Jewish good. people, before we uh, we get this thing rolling, I thought this was uh, pretty interesting. You, you saw the CNN poll. They uh, they polled Europe, and uh, they, they were shocked. 
So CNN's poll conducted in seven European countries found uh, uh, than a qu- found than a quarter of Europeans. You guys at Haretz, you've got to start editing your fucking articles, man. I hate this. Uh, found than a quarter of Europeans believe Jews have too much influence in business and finance. Initial, uh, additionally, more than one-third of respondents said they have no substantial knowledge of the Holocaust. One-third of respondents said that Jews use the Holocaust to advance their own positions or goals. Uh, Yad Valshim, Israel State Museum on the Holocaust, said that uh, in a statement Tuesday that he is deeply concerned about the data, primarily over how many Europeans claim to know little or nothing about the genocide. Yeah. Nearly one in four said Jews have too much influence in conflict and wars across the world. And one in five said they have too much in media and politics. 40% of respondents said that Jews were at risk of racist violence uh, in their countries. And half said that their government should do more to fight anti-Semitism. But substantial minorities blamed Israel or Jews uh, themselves for anti-Semitism. Now, who could have thought this that if you invite a bunch of Muslims like like now listen I want to I want to like get away from any of the woke posting that might go on that you may have seen on Twitter about people like yeah Europe's waking up to the Jews that's not what's happening at all man what's happening is they invited in a bunch of fucking Muslims into Europe and yeah they kind of rather famously don't like Jewish people so this is this is pretty funny but Netanyahu, uh, Mr. Being Investigated over there, who actually in this photo uh, on, on the Haaretz article is, is rubbing his hands together. That's not just a, a thing. They really do that. They really do that. Um, so he, he blamed it, obviously, on uh, a, a radical Islam. And then uh, he said it's also coming from leftists, which is probably true in itself. But I just find that to be hilarious that it's like, all right. Uh, where could all of this anti-Semitism come from? Well, you, you invited it into Europe, is what you did. Like, Muslims, not a fan. They've never I, they've never been a fan of you guys. You guys famously just battle each other all the time. You just fight and argue, and then you, you know, you, you get everybody else to, to to look over there while you do it. So I just I thought that was fucking hilarious, Picky. They're like, where in the world? I, I can't believe it. Only, only half, uh, see, the way CNN put it, was actually because they were like 40% said Jews were at risk uh, of uh, racist violence in their countries. They were like less than half believe that Jews are at risk of racist violence in their countries. Like 40% is still like a lot, you know, that's, that's still a lot more than, than I've really, than I've seen, you know, that I've actually seen or heard about. Um, it, ah. And I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to get too nitpicky on the wording of their countries. Um, you guys got one country, all right? You got the one. We gave it to you. Go there. After you've destroyed Europe. But I don't care about Europe. I just love that speech. I just thought that was fucking hilarious. And good on, good on uh, it is. BB there uh, for being like, hey, yeah, well, Europe, have fun with all of your all of your Muslim things. But I, I just haven't I, – I just – don't want to hear any fucking woke posting from the fucking, you know, oh, Europeans are going to this and that. And they're not. They're just being outnumbered by Muslims now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Europe is uh, is a Muslim union now, basically. It's like 20% Muslim or something. But yeah, I, I, I think it's kind of hilarious that these people push for open borders and the countries that they're living in throughout Europe, they're like, 
uh, maybe this isn't such a good idea having uh, somebody who literally wants to kill me and does a pretty good job at killing people living next to me. You would think just the the vetching is it's it's amazing because it's their doing like good fucking work <laughs> like great fucking job. Um, we might I might have to look up something because either Guan is just making up bullshit, uh, or. I don't know, but I'll take a look at that in a second. Uh, if you look at it, though, that's some interesting timing because John Kerry and Hillary Clinton just now were like, hey, Europe, uh, you got to look at that immigration thing. I, I wonder if maybe they're starting to, to feel the heat a little bit. So they've got to go to Kerry. They've got to go to Hillary and be like, uh, here you go. Because I originally thought that maybe they were trying to you know, backpedal on some of this uh, so that they could, uh, like, sort of get on more um, on board with with like what people really want which is like not like mass immigration and all of this bullshit uh but no it might just be it, it might just be jewish folks yeah it's it's a, it's kind of a funny thing man where and and you know you know uh the alt-right is gonna spin this into uh yeah, look at look at how amazing Europe is doing. They're yeah. starting to fight back. No, they're really not. Um, not at all. As a matter of fact, Europe might as well just go away at this point. I wish it, it is. It's fucked forever. It really is. The Jews did this, and now the Jews are crying about it. And uh, the uh, Nazis are going to claim this as a victory, which is <laughs> probably the funniest part about all of this. Uh, like, I don't understand how this works. Yeah, oh well. Just Muslims taking over Europe. What the hell else is new? Good. Um, yeah, I mean, why not? Europe sucks. What a bunch of fucking losers. But, you know, at least we're going to get, like, tacos and shit after our country's fucking ruined, right? We'll just, like, we'll get a bunch of poop tacos. Like, I don't I don't even know what Muslim food is. I, uh, oof, like, goat, I'd assume. Probably goat. That's about it. Yeah. They fuck them to death. Yeah, freshly fucked goat. I don't know. God, it's gonna be another one of these fucking just. Ugh. Oh well. All right. Let's. Uh, we'll go ahead and. We'll go ahead and. We'll go ahead and uh, do it. You are now cordially invited to ride shotgun in the smart car of hate. It's right to ride. So, uh, the good retard one in Mississippi. Um, that's that's not too terribly surprising, I guess. So, you know, uh, they they had. Uh, the the runoff for the uh, the Senate uh, race in Mississippi, and, and that's and that's all well and good. Uh, Cindy Hyde Smith did win because the only thing that Mike Espy had was Cory Booker and Kamala Harris come down there and say she said she'd go to a public hanging, and that 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 was that was the extent of it. I was really surprised about the lackluster display put on by the Democrats. Uh, I figured that they would have nothing, you know, like just nothing, uh, nothing else to do 
right? So they would put it a bunch of time and into the uh, Mississippi runoff, and apparently th- they did put a bunch of money into it, but nobody gave a shit because they just kept harping on the racism thing. That was the that was the whole point of, of it was they had Kamala Harris and Cory Booker go down there and say, oh, she said something about a hanging. You remember that only black people have ever been hanged in the in the state of Mississippi. I, 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 I even still you go to CNN and like there are like five things that we learn from this, you know, just skimming this bullshit. Hyde Smith's comments probably hurt her or whatever. It, it didn't. No. She won. It doesn't it doesn't matter. She is a fucking retard, but Trump came down there and was like, all right, hey, I like her. So, of course, the people of Mississippi voted for her. That's not surprising the least bit. We see it time and time again. Good. Good, good, yay. But it was great watching the people on Twitter flip the fuck out from saying, like, Mississippi, you know, be, like, change, you know, you can do it or whatever, to immediately saying, you bunch of fucking retards. (laughs) Like, outright just calling them stupid, of which they are, of which they are. But, you know, it's like, oh, you're 50th in everything and first in, like, you know, like third in welfare recipients and just say, you know, you're garbage, garbage, garbage. They're also one of the blackest states in the fucking country. So, you know, way to go, uh, way to go, Democrats on, uh, on, on Twitter for not, you know, putting two and two together there. Uh, but I mean, this is, this is good. Um, you know, we've got, uh, the, the, it was a 53, uh, Senate seats now. That's, that's nice. You know, uh, there, there's not too much more that can be said about that, particularly, uh, other than just like, wow, I, 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 there's just such retarded fucking people in Mississippi. Like this is, this is who they put forward. And this is, I'm glad she won. Don't get me wrong, but she better just say yep to everything Trump wants. And then she'll be useful because, I mean, God knows that she's not useful for anything else, man. Like, there's got to be that can't be like the the smartest fucking person in Mississippi. But it it very well fucking might be. (laughs) That's a fucking scary thought, isn't it? I I mean, just looking at her picture, you can tell she's a fucking retard. Not a great state. Not a great state. Um, But I wonder how much money the Democrats did spend on trying to... uh, win this small victory and and yeah like the the whole racism thing is fucking hilarious to me well it's all they had Uh, you would think that they would like oh yeah it would have tried something else when it clearly wasn't working but they just had a lot of time to just go well let's double down on that and all it took was i mean i guess she did apologize she said like i'm sorry if my comments offended anybody uh and that was about the extent of it you know she didn't she said it like one time and then that's it you know, I, which is, I mean, which is the way that, you know, it should, it should be. But if you go and you look at all of these fucking headlines, as I'm trying to look up how much they spent, uh, uh, I, I might be able to find it. Uh, but it was quite a bit. It was quite a bit. But if you go, uh, go and look, it's like Washington Post, Mississippi runoff, Republican Cindy Hyde Smith wins uh, racially uh, charged election over Democrat Mike Espy. Uh, uh, Mississippi uh, CNN Mississippi Senate race ends amid racial controversies. Uh, I I don't know. She said she said one thing. She said one thing that you would have to be thinking like that to go. Oh my goodness! Uh, uh, what a bigot! Instead, I just thought, oh, it's like a dumb thing to say around like 
15 or 20 supporters. Like, she likes this guy and clearly was like, uh, public hangings are bad, but he's such a good guy. I'd go with him because he's a good fella, you know. And that's it was like a, a bad joke because right? it's, like, not funny, not because it's, like, supposedly offensive or whatever. But they took on to that and then just ran with that. Like, really, all they had was, like, Mike Espy is a black guy. It's like, well, he certainly is. Can you come back with a better <laughs> one, though? Like, can you find a better one? Like, I mean, I'm over here like, we could definitely have found a better white lady, you know? Like, I'm sure we could have found a better white lady in the entire state of Mississippi. But, you know, who knows? Can Just come back with a better black guy? Like, I see that he is one, yes, but not your best. Uh, uh, well, maybe he is. Maybe he is. Very well might be. I mean, they're not very smart down there, dude. I mean, they're not very smart anywhere. Don't get me wrong, but they're retarded down there. Like they they drag the uh, the average IQ down by like uh, forty points in the south. Uh, so Southerners get a bad rap. I mean, their food sucks and shit, but uh, they get a bad rap for being retarded when it's just like. Oh, here's the average IQ of Mississippi. And it's like, yeah, but it's like 50% black. Yeah, it's one of the blackest states. It's fucking hilarious, man. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, how's slavery working out for you guys now? <laughs> oh, I just loved that. It's just like, wow, like way to go there. Uh, way to go there, Twitter Democrats. Like, you guys are, you know, the last. You're just so dumb. You're so dumb. It's like, yeah. Real fucking blacks, what you are. <laughs> Mississippi <laughs> literally sent up a skeleton, dumbass woman, and uh, <laughs> and still won. Like she is not bright at all. I mean, she looks like is. an uglier Nancy Pelosi. Honestly, like it's 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 not good. I mean, I'm glad she won. I'm sure she's a nice lady or whatever. But just because you're nice doesn't mean that you should like be doing anything. Like, oh, she's got some miles on her too, for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, she's an old lady. But whatever. I mean, I'm glad she won. But you know, um, you know who else uh, won their thing today? And I, I, I was confident that she wouldn't. But uh, Democrats overwhelmingly nominate Pelosi as Speaker. Uh, I was, I was really confident that they would find anybody else, but they didn't. It was a two hundred three to thirty two vote. Uh, I, I, it's, I, you know what this means though? It's like people don't like people don't like Pelosi. They they really don't. They just had nobody fucking else. So what this means is like eventually, you know, eventually all these people are gonna have to die off. I mean, the, the Democrats still have like a huge problem with all of their people being old. There's a lot of younger Republicans. Uh, I, I, they they have no no leadership. They they still have Chuck Schumer. And, and Nancy Pelosi. And that's, I don't care who any of these people are. Um, the people are within their own party, et cetera, are going to get tired of seeing their stupid faces. It's going to remind them of, of times past when, you know, they, they got whooped in elections or when things didn't go exactly the way that they wanted. I mean, I think most of the Democrats at this point likely want something I'm sure like pretty anti-Trump or whatever, but like want something I would say different. Uh, I'm wondering how many old people were were into the Bernie Sanders because I know it was mostly like younger people. Right. But I wonder how many of the old people were because there's got to be nobody out there that's like a big Nancy Pelosi fan. I'd really like to find somebody who's like, fuck, yeah, Pelosi. Like, 
I don't think that they exist. That's like, that's like, I, I don't know who would be like a big Mitch McConnell fan, you know? Like, I, 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 just like some of these old ancient fucking like horrible faces that you've seen that just scream swamp and elite and all of that. That's, that's not where either party's going. Everybody's becoming populist. So I think that it's funny and it's kind of a good sign that they really have nobody. Absolutely nobody besides Pelosi to put forward. I'm not looking forward to fucking seeing her all over the TV for fucking, you know, the next two years. But whatever. It was bound to happen. I'm just a little surprised they couldn't find anybody new. They didn't even have to be young, right? Just anybody new. I don't think that that's going to sit well with like a, with a lot of uh, of people uh, like in their you know thirties uh, uh, and forties and, and what have you. I, I I just don't I just don't see it. Um, I don't know, man. What do you think? I'm I, I'm just kind of shocked they couldn't come up with anybody else. I really wanted Maxine Waters. <laughs> um, I mean, I was I was hell bent on that. I I love I love the idea of it. But do you remember who said Pelosi was gonna? Easily become the speaker. Uh, a lot of people. Yeah, me. Well, uh, I'm right about a lot of things, man. Uh, I just thought that they had some like desire to change their party. They did, uh, but I'm pretty sure she threatened to fucking kill them all. So, and she's a raging cunt. We all know that. But I'm I'm on board with you and not wanting to see her fucking ugly ass. Uh, melting Italian face on TV for the next fucking two years. I don't want to see it. I fucking hate it. Like, she looks like a wax figure. She's disgusting. She's dumb. And she's a fucking cunt. Well, she's losing her fucking mind, too. And that's why I kind of thought that there might be secret talks going on, right? Where they're like, we got to find... I think there probably was. You know, we got to find something else. Because how many times has she referred to Trump as Bush. It happens all the time. All the time she calls Trump Bush. I mean, she's just an old lady. Let her retire. Let her just go and, you know, not do that. But nope, she is the House Majority Leader, or, or will be uh, in January. And, and that's it's just baffling. I mean, I, I it makes me wonder, like, because they weren't even really talking about that, like who was going to be... Uh, uh, the majority leader. I, I I wonder if they were even a little bit shocked that they did so well in the House, and they wouldn't have done as well had they not, you know, committed a bunch of fraud and things. But you know, fake, hey, fake bomb, fucking mail bombs and shit. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that had anything to do? Uh, do you think that had anything mm-hmm. to do with the the votes? Yes. You think that swayed some people? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And then the uh, the synagogue shooting is another another good good example of uh, you know right wing extremism, I guess. But was he? Was it just a? I mean, if you're on Gab, you're a fucking fed, in my opinion. <laughs> if that's the only place, if that's the only place you are, you're definitely a fed. But uh, yeah, like shit like that, man. That definitely uh, that has to do something. I mean, the way they paraded that shit all over the mainstream media, you know, like old people watch that shit. Even if they're Republicans, they watch that shit. They're like, oh, this right wing fucking gab Nazi shut up a synagogue. Like, of course it's going to. And then like the the van, 
the van, the Vanifesto guy. Mm. That's another really sketchy deal. You know, they're like, oh, maybe this Trump guy, like he is actually promoting this shit. Like boomers, especially, you know, like old people right. are dumb as fuck. Women are dumb too, and they're sympathetic. So yeah, I mean, I think it did. I really do. Yeah, it might have motivated some people to go and and fucking vote. But I mean, I, I don't think that they were wanting Pelosi as speaker. I just I, I I'm looking no. at it at the silver lining of it as like they literally have no one else. So they're just gonna recycle the same people. It's just gonna be this very obvious swamp party, uh, which I th I think bodes well for us uh, with you know moderates if they still exist uh and and independence if they still exist uh in in 2020 because uh, because nobody wants I, she's just not a good look like nancy pelosi is not a good look she stumbles all over her, uh, the place all the time she still thinks that it's the early 2000s you know uh it's i you know and i, I can't be like too mad at her i mean she's 147 years old like it's just those are just the facts. You start to lose your mind a little bit when you uh, when you get old. Yeah, I, she only really won because Trump endorsed her, though, <laughs> <laughs> which was fucking hilarious. Like yeah, you could tell it was an obvious troll, and then like, uh, I mean, we all knew she was gonna win anyways. But he's like, yeah, what the fuck are you guys doing? Uh, trying to like uh, subvert her a little bit? Like, no, no, she's the obvious choice for this job. And uh, that's only because she's a complete retard. She's going to make of an ass of herself. Well, it, it'll definitely sow some division uh, among the, yeah. the Democratic Party for sure. So, um, but I wonder how much of it was this is you know oh it was owed to her or and how much is like they just couldn't find anybody else. Like I mean they really like they didn't have anybody else that would get the votes. You know, um, I, I it's just. Like that's, I mean, that's bad. We, you know, we got we got motherfuckers like fighting for, uh, you know, uh, minority leader, and I'm, I'm, you know, that's. I would say a little bit more of a healthy uh, sign of a more healthy party uh, because we we have new people coming in and stuff like that, but I guess outwardly it looks good that you know the party was like okay, yay Nancy Pelosi, but that's that's not. That's not all. You had, you know, you had Cortez just outside of her fucking office. So I don't know. I mean, it, it'll be interesting. Hopefully, it uh, stokes some of the flames um, and all of that. But we got, uh, yeah, one more thing before we go and and hit the break and then come back. Um, this is an interesting, interesting story here. Uh... This is Right to Brighton, the least listened to podcast on the internet. So you got motherfucking. Just uh, so much of this Mueller shit acting up that I, I want to think that it's going to come to an end, but that would, you know, that would only make sense. Uh, it, it's not at all. And we're going to, I guess we'll just start with, uh, uh, with, with this part of it because it's the, the, the one that was the biggest news today. Let me uh, go to the, the fine people. At CNN, if I can get this thing to load, uh, you know, exclusive two key answers from Trump to Mueller. This is uh, great stuff here. God damn it! 
And we are getting the first insight into how the president responded to Robert Mueller's written questions, which until now has been a big unknown. So sources familiar with this matter tell CNN two things. Number one, the president told the special counsel that Roger Stone did not tell him about WikiLeaks. And number two, that the president was also not told about the 2016 Trump Tower meeting between his son, campaign officials, and a Russian lawyer who, of course, promised dirt on Hillary Clinton. Now, the president's answers were described to us without providing any direct quotes and said that the president made clear he was answering to the best of his recollection. But, Brianna, these two points here, WikiLeaks and the Trump Tower meeting, they are really key, as far as we know, to Robert Mueller's central mission when he started this investigation, which is, was there any collusion between Team Trump and the Russians? And if so, how high up does it go as well? Yeah. Uh, how is this different what we know he's said here compared to what he said publicly. So we're told, Brianna, that what the president said in these written answers is similar, matches actually what he has said in public. But of course, there's a big difference. These written answers would be subject to criminal charges if false. That's why it is our understanding that the president made clear his answers were the best of his recollection, which is standard for lawyers as a way to shield their client uh, to uh, make sure that they're not in any legal trouble. So that's the big fucking news all over corner to corner of goddamn CNN. Look what we got. This plea agreement that he had with the, with the Mueller investigation. Get out of here. That It's all over. Corner to corner of every fucking, every CNN thing. All over MSNBC, everywhere. CNN got two key answers from Trump to Mueller. Now, we didn't get any direct quotes. We only got that he didn't know uh, anything about WikiLeaks. And he didn't know about the Trump Tower meeting. And then he said to the best of his recollection, which is what lawyers tell people to do. Scary fucking scary stuff there. What lawyers tell people to do so that people don't incriminate themselves. Yes, it's exactly like what he just said. But if it's not believable, it can have criminal charges. You know, like we talked about, I think it was on the last episode where or the episode last time or, or the one before that was whenever he was like, OK, I'm going to give written uh, answers to Mueller. And I was like, that's a terrible fucking idea, because all Mueller has to do to, to try to charge him with anything is say, I don't believe you. Doesn't need to prove why you can just say, I don't believe you. And that's it. So CNN is giddy as fuck about this. You know, they're going after Roger Stone and this uh, uh, Jerome Corsi fella. Jerome Corsi's fucking pissed. I had no idea who this guy was. But uh, he, he's now preparing a criminal complaint against Mueller and the, and the DOJ, which he said are run by criminals. Uh, they're political criminals, and, they and the way they treated me proves that. I'm preparing to file a criminal complaint against Mueller and the Department of Justice, which will be delivered to uh, uh, Whitaker. He's the acting AG right now. As soon as it's written up, Corsi's statements appeared to dovetail with comments from President Donald Trump on Twitter and his lawyer, Giuliani, yada, yada. Uh, so, th I mean, th this is interesting. I'm wanting to see how this actually plays out there because it's right about this is now the same time that everybody's freaking out uh, that Manafort is supposedly not cooperating with Mueller. 
And they're saying that it's because he uh, he wants to still get a pardon from Trump, but he can only get a federal pardon. So they might just charge him in New York for the shit that they probably should have charged him for. You know, he had been surveilled by the fucking FBI since 2014 for all of the fucking lobbying and shit that, you know, he got busted with the, with the Ukraine and stuff. He had been, you know, people had been, Manafort's a shady guy. People have been looking at him for a while. But now they're trying to say that he's not cooperating with the special counsel after he said that he would. Well, what does that mean? He's not cooperating. It means that he's not saying exactly what they want is what I'm taking from it, is what it seems like. It's what Corsi is saying. It's what uh, I, I believe Roger Stone has said something similar, but don't, I'm not going to put words in that old man's mouth. This is making Mueller look pretty fucking bad. I believe that the Drudge still has the, uh, the yeah, it still has right now, uh, the, the stop story on Drudge is Mueller cornered. The Mueller tactics are starting to kind of come to light here, as you would think that it would since it's been two fucking years of this nonsense. Still no Russia collusion. Still nothing to do with Donald Trump. You'd think that it'd be coming to an end. Supposedly the Mueller uh, uh, released the, the document, the... The little thing, which uh, we're going to get tons of these forever. We, you know, we still got an IG report out there. We still got to find out with, oh, what's up with all of this fucking FISA warrant abuse. Don't know if any of that's going to happen. Don't know why Trump hasn't declassified a lot of information. But to punish a man and say, oh, he's, want he's wanting to cooperate with, uh, he's oh, still hoping to get a pardon from Trump. Because it seems like you're not getting the answers that you want, which could be lies. Like, that's what it seems like. That's what Don Jr. seems to think. That's what all of these other people, you know, Trump team people, seem to believe. And it seems like if Manafort would have had something, he would have given it up a long time ago. He's not a stupid man. He's got to know that he's probably going to get charged. In fight, you know, when it was handed off from Mueller, uh, one of the things was handed off from Mueller to the, uh, to the state of New York. He knew he wasn't going to get, you know, he wasn't going to get away completely. I think the guy just doesn't have anything. They put him in fucking solitary and all of this shit. Like, he doesn't have anything. They're trying to just break the guy. And I don't think he's, like, a particularly good person. I think if he had anything at all, he probably would have given it up. It would be nice if people would stop looking at Mueller like he's such a great fucking fella. There are people on the Reddits that idolize this guy. Now, granted, they don't know anything about him. They just don't like Donald Trump. It's maddening. I don't know how this goddamn thing, like, is spun so far out of control. Uh, I, 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 it's, it's gotten so bad that I feel bad for Paul Manafort. <laughs> Sad. Like, it is. It's like and this guy like has his retarded wife get just gangbanged by black dudes, man. Like I, I mean, fuck. Like I feel bad for the guy who's like a proxy rapist. That's where we're at with this. <sighs> yeah, that, I mean, yeah, you you have to feel bad for a guy like uh, any guy who. Yeah, I mean, he's guilty of a lot of shit. Yeah. But uh, helping Trump collude with Russia is not one of them. 
Uh, I mean, he probably did his own thing. I mean, he did definitely do his own thing in other regard regards with like Ukraine and shit. Oh, yeah. But that's exactly what they tried to do was try to break him. Why else put him in solitary? He didn't kill and fucking rape like 40 people. Oh, he's not John Podesta. Why Why is he going into fucking solitary confinement over uh, really nothing? You know why? It's because they wanted him to talk. They wanted to let him know what solid. That's what we call it at the FBI is uh, breaking somebody. We, uh, we put them in solitary confinement. They want to talk because they don't want to go back in there. Whether or not what they say is true or not doesn't really matter. We want them to say what we want to hear. It, it, so that's exactly what happened with Paul Manafort. And uh, his cooperation was him probably trying to get out of salt, going back to solitary confinement. His cooperation is probably throwing himself under the bus. But there's nothing on Trump. Well, if there, it's been two fucking years. And, and the thing, I mean, the fact that they're like focusing on Roger Stone now as well. Uh, and, 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 you know, did Donald Who's Trump. Who's retarded. Yeah, Donald, Roger Stone is awesome. But he's just like a, a political agent. You know, he's not like a, uh, you know, he's just a guy. Like, he's an awesome dude, you know. Um, but I, I, I fucking love Roger Stone. I think he's awesome. But, like, he's on InfoWars all the time, man. Like, I don't. It's weird. It's weird to like make that the focus of like, okay, did you uh, know that WikiLeaks had uh, Podesta's emails and all of that? And that that, that again, like it, it comes back to, I don't know what's gonna happen to Assange uh, at this at this point. I mean, I, I doubt he's gonna give up where he got those emails from. He's repeatedly said that it's not Russia. Uh, I wish he would just say Seth Rich all the fuck ready, man. Like, just just say Seth Rich. And, uh, you know, watch everything just fall the fuck apart from there. Because that would be pretty fucking funny. Uh, it, it just seems like they're focusing on just the strangest places now. And then you get the CNN running around saying, we've got news. It's like, do you? They're like, kind of. It's like, uh, so you got no quotes. You got just two things that we all... Knew that Mueller would have asked him. They're like, yeah, CNN, the most trusted name and just like obvious shit that we found on Twitter. They're just bizarre. I, the whole thing is just bizarre. And I, I, I mean, in a way, I sort of just fuck it at this point. I look forward to uh, the next fucking two to six years uh, of this just going on. And I wonder if it's even going to go on after that, really. Like, like Trump is just <laughs> out of office and they're still just like Mueller's just working. Like, just just something to do. He's making money doing it, too. Oh, a yeah. lot of money. Oh, yeah. A lot of fucking money just uh, throwing shit at the wall and hoping it sticks. I mean, I can't imagine the... Com like, how... His team, how serious do you think the conversations are? I mean, that, uh, do you think they're privately oh, pretending things or like, like it, it's got to be disheartening if they're seriously investigating this, you know, like it does, like it has to be breaking their soul. Like we can't find anything. Uh, I think it's more along the lines of like, ah, well, let's try 
mm, throwing a turd over here today. Yeah, I think that they're deathly serious about them ultimately not getting into trouble for this shit. Like, if they were mm -hmm. serious investigators, they would have at least looked at the Hillary shit, you know. But they haven't, and they never will, because that's not the purpose of this. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll bet it's got to be disheartening to know that they're not as powerful as they thought they were. Um, this was supposed to have been a done deal a long time ago. You know, and they had they had Mueller out there and uh, and Weinstein, uh, just some just some horrible bastards. Right. And they thought this will get done. This will be great. Uh, oh, and you know what? I, you know what I found out is apparently uh, and this should have been a conflict of interest as well. I didn't know this uh, until rather recently. Apparently, Mueller, uh, before he was the special counsel, yeah, you know, he used to head the, the FBI, but he interviewed for the job again. To replace Comey. That seems like a fucking conflict of interest right there. It's like, oh, you didn't get the job, so we're going to pitch you against the guy that didn't give you the job. That that doesn't that just doesn't make sense to me. But, you know, it makes sense if you're just a horrible, horrible person, I guess. And all these people are just fucking assholes. All these people are just oh, yeah. fucking garbage people. I mean, it's, uh, I hate that I feel bad for, like, real pieces of shit. You know, because, like, I, I like Roger Stone, don't get me wrong, but, like, that guy is a snaky motherfucker, man. You know, <laughs> like, he's just a oh, slippery yeah. dude, all right? And, like, this uh, Jerome uh, uh, Corsi fellow, you, you'll probably like this, Picky. Uh, I guess he doesn't believe, like, in the uh, in the moon landing, and, like, he's just a big... You can look up uh, Jerome Corsi conspiracy thing. Like, he's obviously friends with Roger Stone. You know, like they're just two old men that talk about the JFK assassination and shit together. Uh, of course, Roger Stone has now apparently said that uh, Corsi lied to the FBI, which I don't know whether or not that's true. I don't even, I mean, who who the fuck knows or cares at this point? Like, who the fuck is Jerome Corsi? Like, that's the guy that's in the news there. And like, since that didn't stick, CNN was like, oh, we got some news from a person familiar with the situation. It's just a nightmare. Like, I, I, it's... It's the most tiring piece of bullshit in the world. I mean, like at least Bill Clinton got head, you know? I, I, this is... <laughs> this is... They're going after fucking InfoWars people at this point. Like, it's just it's stupid. Yeah, it is. It's, it is tiring, and uh, we got at least two more years of it. <laughs> I mean, that's... Uh, it's a really fucking sad thing to think about that. It's just, it's never going to end. It's never going to conclude. They're going to find something somewhere. They have to, they're not. Well, George Papadopoulos is spending two weeks in prison now for uh, supposedly lying to investigators, which I, I don't even really think that he did. Uh, you know, they set that guy up, sending him over to fucking England and shit, pumping his head full of these ideas that, uh, and then pumping him full of liquor as well and, and being like, hey, you know, the Russians have 30,000 of Hillary's emails. So supposedly that's where the investigation started, except we're not even sure if that's true. Like, it's, it, you would think that it might turn a little heads, but it doesn't. I never see any of this stuff fucking, like, on, on any of the TV, uh, on even, like, Breitbart. I don't, I don't see, you know, too much. I don't see much on, on even, Zero Hedge. They do it, but they're, like, just the most depressing fucking website ever. 
But, like, it's mostly just, like, you get, like, Sean Hannity ranting about it. And then, I don't know, like, some of the more right-wingy sites. Uh, not right-wingy sites, but more uh, alt-media sites, I guess. It's just not flashy. Like, I mean, Mueller, I, I, I don't know. I guess Jacob Wall tried, but, like, for people to, like, not like Mueller, like, he's got to rape somebody, dude. Like, that's the only way that anybody cares. Because that's the only way that anybody can digest any of the, like, information is, is a sex scandal. Like, that's the only way that any of this stuff works in America is you've got to fuck somebody who's not your wife. Uh, and if you're Trump, it doesn't matter. You can apparently just get away with that. And nobody gives a shit. They pretend to care. But that's the only way to ignite the fucking imagination of the American people is so you got you got to fuck somebody you're not supposed to, and then that's it. Nobody nobody cares about any of the other shit. It's it's fucking odd. It's just odd that this has gone on for so long. But apparently his report's supposed to come out. Uh, I think they're probably gonna stall on that until uh, you, you know the, you got the Democrat House, and then. Because I am sure, like, Giuliani and everybody's going to push for it. Because remember when it was supposed to come out in September? Remember that? Well, that obviously oh, didn't yeah. happen. So I, I, I wonder if they're going to stall and then they get the Democrats in the House that are just going to – they're going to call for all kinds of investigations anyway. But I wonder if they'll be like, well, no, we need to have Mueller in there because you've now got, like, Jeff Flake uh, and all these people uh, saying, like, uh, you know, or in the Senate going – you know, we need to pass something to where there's uh, legal protection for Mueller. That way he can't be fired for no reason. Like, they really want to keep that guy there. So, I don't know. It's supposed to come out soon, but I, I don't think they do this report. I think that they just they keep Mueller around, making a fortune with all of his team of fucking Democrat donors. Uh, and it goes on for at least another two fucking years. At least. I, I just, it's so, they're going down these random rabbit holes that lead to nothing, and it's just, it, it it's, it is fucking obnoxious to have to even see this on CNN, or have to hear about it on the fucking news when you're at a restaurant, or you're at a bar, or something like that, that shit on, it is fucking obnoxious, it is obnoxious, it, People actually believe this is a real thing, though. Oh, yeah. That's the concerning part. There's a lot of people who believe, like, soon, fucking soon, he's going to he's gonna nail him. I mean, it's it's all over. Robert Mueller is our fucking hero. And, uh, man, they're in for a really bad day. But I think it'll be after Trump is gone. So whether it's 2020 or 2024 is when this will stop. Yeah depressing i don't know it's sad but um so yeah we're gonna go ahead and uh take a quick break uh we're you know we're almost there and then we're gonna come back and we've got uh uh mr matthew forney mr montague forniconius uh no montague uh, no I was, I was trying to make like a uh, like a species name but yeah it's it's not it's not but, it's a British name instead. Yeah, it just it was British instead. But they're animals. The Brits are all animals. Uh, and and, and uh, Forty will be uh, able to talk to us about how much he fucking hates the Brits as well. So uh, we'll be right back. Uh, we got we got shirts. We got mugs. We got all of those things over in the Gear Bubble store. Uh, none of that has changed. Um, but 
they are all, uh, and you can't quote me on this, uh, uh, but they are all actually uh, Versace shirts. Um, so good deals on those. That's that's good stuff. Uh, we're we're back, we're back. I needed to play a little uh, Awu. Haven't uh, haven't played that one for a little while, to the best of my knowledge, to my recollection. Uh, so that's some news from CNN. But uh, yeah, we, we're back, and we're joined by the editor in chief of Terror House Mag. It's Matthew Forney. What's up, Matt? Uh, life is good. It's five in the morning here. I've got a frosted mug. I've got some beer. And I found out that I may not have just one, but two ex-girlfriends who are dying of AIDS. So, oh, it's happy <laughs> days that, all around. That happens that when you doing? have AIDS, dude. Like, what the fuck? No, it's <laughs> it's not <laughs> my doing, and they didn't give it to me, thank Christ. <laughs> but hey, Man. women who shit on Matt Forney do not come to happy ends. <laughs> That's good. No, 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 no lie. I, I've put women. I've I've put women in. Uh, in mental hospitals, I've uh, driven them to alcoholism, and now apparently they die of uh, infectious diseases too. Like if you if you're a woman and you dump me, you're not you're not gonna have a happy ending, uh, honey. That's a scary thing, though. That's a scary thing because uh, I had that happen to me. Not AIDS, but uh, I had a girl that I dated who. Uh, it, it, we're talking like three years later. I get a random text message, and it's like, "You gave me herpes." I'm like. What the fuck are you talking about? She's like, yeah, now I have herpes. I'm like, since when? She's like, six months ago. I'm like, okay, well, it's been two and a half years, you stupid cunt. <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? That's why you got to date Asians, <laughs> dude. The Asians are good at math. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I date a lot of Asian women. Oh, God. No, it's not my fault that this happens to this chick. It's just that and God's looking out for me, I guess. You know, God is looking out for me by just smiting everyone who tries to fuck with me in these in this way. <laughs> and trust me, these two girls, girls I, I dated who have AIDS now, trust me, they, they deserve it. They deserve it. <laughs> oh, welcome to the show, Matt Forty. He uh, fits right the fuck in. <laughs> this is great. Spreader in chief of HIV. <laughs> God. 
so uh, I, I don't even know how to segue into that. Uh, uh, t- tell, tell, tell us <laughs> about can't. tell us about Terror House. Uh, oh yeah, I'll I'll make this as smooth <laughs> as possible. But uh, uh, Terror House Magazine, TerrorHouseMag.com, is a uh, literary magazine. We publish short stories. We publish uh, poems. We publish uh, we, pu- we publish little memoirs about uh, how much you hate your ex. Uh, if it's good, we'll publish it. Um, it's taken the world by storm. We've gotten uh, a lot of great contributors, people like Dune Vorkanen and Jay Dyer and uh, and uh, DJ Art at the Fed. We have a, a poem by, from him coming tomorrow. Um, it's 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 great thing all around. Um, we are working towards building an independent publishing company that will publish awesome fucking novels, awesome fucking memoirs, awesome fucking shit. Uh, it got started about uh, – I got the idea actually about a year ago. A friend of mine came to me uh, with a little memoir I'd written called Letters from a Heartbroken Pervert. And it's this weird sort of uh, journey into uh, – he wrote it to deal with a breakup, but, but it diverged into all sorts of things like his love of pornography, you know, his, his fucked up relations with his parents, etc. Really good work. And he wanted me to publish it uh, uh, because he didn't want to deal with the – he, he didn't want to deal with the marketing. He wanted to remain anon, and he, you know, we've known each other for years, and he trusted me to market it and uh, and promote it. And I read this thing, and like, you know, I could probably build a publishing company around this. This thing is really good. It's like Bukowski for the internet generation. If if Bukowski was really an eating ass, uh, <laughs> and. I get to thinking, and I'm like, okay, I could build a publishing company around this. You know, um, I've, I'm starting a new job. I'm, I can work up the money to do this. It's not, it doesn't cost much to launch a publishing company. I have friends who are friggin' novelists who want to get their work out there. It's better than self-publishing because I, I'm an editor. I know how to promote stuff. Um, so we make plans to make, do Terrorhouse Press. And I think, oh, we probably need some sort of outreach arm because because um, I'm banned from Twitter and all the social media, so we need something to, uh, to promote the – to, to get to get things going before I invest like thousands of dollars into this, and so that's where Terror House Magazine was born. We launched in May, uh, after basically getting uh, nearly run off the internet for uh, a joke tweet our social media manager posted about killing pit bulls. This is a pit bull drop off, if you remember that. Uh, <laughs> and since then, we've grown by leaps and bounds. We are we are widely despised by shit libs uh, who are trying to boycott us, and it backfired because now we have way more submissions than I can fucking handle. Uh, it is, um, it's beautiful stuff. And I appreciate the fact that everyone is reading it, uh, and is sending in their work. It's, it's been far more successful than even I thought it would be. Yeah. I, I, uh, it's, it is a great website. I've given it a plug, uh, several times, uh, across many streams of stuff, uh, you know, cause Glon will pop up in here and, you know, he, he, uh, he's, what is he, what is his title over on, uh, uh, on the thing he's, uh, Glon in chief or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but you know, I mean, it's great guy, great website over there. Uh, but what it originally, when it first popped up to me on on the Twitter, was the uh, what was it, Safe Lit or whatever, uh, which was like trannies and and women who were just really mad about you having a website at all. And I've, I've heard it called a Nazi website, a misogynist website, all of that. But I never was really sure exactly what safe lit was or why. Like I, it was never, I, 
I don't, I don't understand it either. But basically, that happened when, um, and, I, and I, I forgot to mention, Glon has really been invaluable with the site as well. I mean, I, I didn't, uh, I encountered him like a few months after having the idea for Terror House, and he's just been invaluable uh, uh, in, 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 in getting all these contributors from running the site. He's, he's a great guy, and also shout out to Calvin Westra as well, who has uh, contributed a really great, some really great work to the site. Uh, he's our editor at large. And he's also working on some other stuff uh, at the moment. But with the whole Safelet thing, like a month ago, suddenly all these fucking uh, you know soy boys I'd never heard of um, are screaming about. Uh, oh, I just came across this lit nag, and I just and, and the guy who runs it is total trash. It's like, oh shit, that's Matt Forney. He's been cited by the SBLC. He's a Nazi, etc. And these, <laughs> these people are going around talking about how the the website is and yeah, like you said, Brian, the Nazi website don't don't contribute to it. Block them on social media. Report their tweets, you know. And it backfired in spectacular fashion because while we did have a few people pull their submissions because um, either because they disagreed with my uh, my stance on the uh, our the gays, our, our LGBT friends, um, and uh, we had some other people pull their submissions because they were just uh, they were just chicken shits, but. We have so many. We we got a flood of people who contributed who, who hadn't even heard of the site before. It's like, oh, we had, actually had one person who was like, oh, everyone's been telling me not to contribute to your site, which makes me want to contribute to it even more because you publish some really dope ass shit. And right now we have so many submissions, so many like short stories and stuff that to run all the way through to uh, January, like one every day, plus some poems and stuff as well. It's it's really been. But safer lit is precisely the kind of shit that the site was founded to oppose. The publishing industry. I mean, I, I've, uh, I, I've I've been a writer, been been an observer in the art scene for most of my life, and these people just want to fucking ruin everything with, uh, you know, uh, by sanitizing it. It's like, oh, safely. It's like, oh, you can't make jokes about uh, you can't make jokes about trannies. Oh, you can't make jokes about uh, homosexuals. Oh, you can't be raw or, or sexual, or whatever when you're right, because it might offend someone who uh, who. Uh, doesn't like you know, graphic dis- depic- depictions or sets or dirty jokes or whatever. And it's like the whole point of good literature, the whole point of good art is to challenge the reader to fucking uh, – and not challenge them that gay ass, oh, let's make white people feel guilty for being white. No, no. Challenge them in the sense that uh, rocks your world, makes you think about the world differently, entertains you, maybe chills you to the bone, you know, scares you, makes you laugh, etc. And it's kind of astounding that, uh, you know it, – it, and the other thing too, all these safer lit mags explicitly discriminate against white men. Uh, whites in general, white men in general. Because we had like some, a couple of our women contributors complaining that they couldn't get published to other lit mags because they were white. Um, when in reality they point. shouldn't get published because they're women. <laughs> exactly. Like you know, I'm sorry. Are you are you are you writing recipes? You know, like sorry. That's what Pinterest is for. Yeah, sorry, sweaty. You gotta, you gotta take it along to the other uh, websites. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, but basically, all these these safer lits, uh, they they basically formed a little cartel around the publishing industry, in which uh, they they lock out white whites and white men in particular, uh, and then when those white men complain, they're like, oh, well, you didn't get in because you didn't have enough talent, even though they, these people have cartelized the industry. Like the publishing industry in general did this 10, 10 fucking years ago. Uh, we had, uh, and this is something that really offended me as a writer. You had all these uh, official novelists being promoted by uh, Newsweek and uh, the New York Review of Books and the New Yorker shit, 
there was this trend back in 10 years ago of all these fucking immigrants just writing the same exact stories like, oh, coming of age story and immigrants uh, coming of age out of out in America. And I was like, how many variations on that do you fucking need? I don't – there's there's the Jew coming of immigrant uh, – Russian Jew coming of age immigrant story. There's the Indian everybody coming of age loves, immigrant story. Everybody loves uh, – uh, uh, Milo uh, goes west. Great thing. You know he's Jewish, right? It was Milo Malskovich. Didn't know that until uh, recently. He's oh, Jewish. Yeah. yeah. He's Jewish. I didn't, I didn't know that. But, Jewish uh, cowboy. Well – this, this is several tears below Milo goes west. Oh, this it's Fievel. Like, uh, Fievel, never mind, which is even more Jewish than Milo. But <laughs> Yeah. But sorry, no. go ahead. Yeah, Jewish Mouse. Ruin your childhood. It's Fievel Mouskowitz. All right? Like, that's there's two movies, and he's a Jewish mouse, and nobody told me about it. I thought it was a fun mouse cowboy movie. Didn't see the original one, but you know, it's somewhere out there. And it's like, yeah, he's talking about Israel and shit, dude. It's fucking horrible. Thank you, Disney. Jewish as hell. Anyway, go ahead. But yeah, but you read these novels, and they're fucking horrible. You read someone like Junpo Lahiri. She's a major fucking example of this. Every everything that woman has ever published is just her bitching about how hard it is to be an Indian, to be a street shitter in America. She 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 and she does this from a a comfortable tenured position at like what is it Rhode Island U or some some safety school in the New England or something. That's the other thing too. They all these people they publish the novel, they do it just so they can get some tenure track position at Columbia or NYU or whatever. And as a result, they have no incentive to give a shit about the quality of their art. It's stilted, unreadable shit that isn't that isn't fun to read. Then you get hacks like David Foster Wallace who think that's uh, ejaculating footnotes all over the page is uh, is is makes for good writing. It, spoiler alert, it doesn't. I just want to read good shit. I, I got into writing. I got into uh, blogging, as it were, because I wanted to be a novelist. I wanted to tell I wanted to tell hilarious stories and just entertain people. Uh, that's all a lot of us want to do involved with Terrorhouse. We want to fucking entertain you. But you can't do that anymore. You gotta fucking uh, you you have you have to be fucking you have to be political. You have to be fucking uh, you, you, you have to just castrate yourself, sterilize yourself. And Terror House stands against all that. You know, there, there, we're not the first person, people to attempt such a project. There was Fluland last year, which was active for most of last year. It was basically doing the same thing we were. Uh, they got chased offline because um, after Charlottesville, uh, a lot of their uh, friends in the uh, lit community turned on them for being – for the same reason that, that we got turned on. It's like, oh, you're a Nazi lit mag because you published so-and-so. Uh, and the guy who ran it couldn't afford to get docked, so he had to kind of just, just let the site fall by the wayside. We've kind of solved that problem here because, look, go right ahead and dox me. I don't give a shit. Um, I'm, I'm on the other side of the world in a country where in a, in a, in a country where homos can't even march down the street uh, without police protection because the nationalists will show up with fucking chains, okay? I dare you. Fucking come after me. I don't give a shit. <laughs> It's. I mean, it's a shame you're you're a foreigner. You know, we don't like foreign countries here uh, on on Right to Pride. And this is a very America only show. But you know, you you get a pass. You get a pass. Well, I'm, I'm bringing. I'm bringing. I'm bringing. I'm bringing American culture to these savages. You know. There you uh, go. <laughs> that's forty neocon. <laughs> bringing AIDS also. Um, I don't think that. I don't think I'll need any help with that in about ten years. But. Uh, yeah, but yeah, so it, it is nice being the only American around. Uh, that is that is very that is very advantageous. People treat you like you're like some kind of one-eyed god. Uh, 
But yeah, that's that's Terror House, basically. That's a Terror House story. And I'm also pleased to announce that very soon we will be launching our publishing division. We've uh, we've gotten everything, all, all our ducks lined up for that. I already announced, so I actually announced this a while back, but now it's going to finally, uh, it's finally coming to fruition. I finally have the time to get this thing together. I did announce uh, back when, back in August, that our first project would be, uh, if you're familiar with the writer Andy Nowicki, the uh, you know alt-right novelist, uh, really talented guy, a friend of mine. Uh, he's written some really sick, funny stories about sex, etc. Uh, we're reprinting one of his novels, uh, Heart Killer, which went out of uh, print a few years back. Really fantastic stuff. Um, and we've got some other great projects in the uh, in the in the pipeline, such as, uh, for example, I won't, I won't spoil it too much. But we've got a we've got a we've got a manuscript about a. Uh, it's about it's it's about a it's about a racist Alabama family that goes around uh, harassing black people and uh, and smoking meth. You know, it's uh, it, it's 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 the fucking funniest thing I've ever read, and uh, it's going to be coming out through Terror House. Just some some, you know, real Americana right there. Just <laughs> oh yeah, yeah yeah. It's uh it's a it's a it's 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 just beautiful. You know, it's like. But hey, this is why we're here. Um, you know, as I want to thank everyone for 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 proof support of the site thus far. It's it's become this to say. I I, I hate talking my, my, about myself in this fashion because it just sounds so narcissistic. But anyway, this is kind of the fulfillment of what I've wanted to do over the years. You know, I I didn't want to be a pundit. I didn't want to be a a fucking pontificator on every stupid ass news story. I wanted to publish. I wanted to entertain people. I wanted to publish dope literature. He's I making to fun of us, Picky. He's saying that he's better than us. Well, I, <laughs> I mean, so you know, listen, I, I didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't want to sit around and like talk about every news story like some kind of couple queers, you know, that uh, people might be listening to. <laughs> we are, we are pretty gay over here. Yeah, it's, yeah. We talk about dicks and cum a lot more than any other podcast. Yeah, it's a lot of that. But yeah, it's like you know, this is this is this, but this is this is the fun, uh, the culmination of everything I want to do. And, and guys, if you're listening and you've got like you know, short stories, you no know, literary nonfiction, poetry. Hell, we also publish some like reviews and analysis, and like book reviews, video game reviews. We'll publish a video game review if it's interesting enough, I guess. You know, movie reviews and shit like that. Send it our way. You know, terrorhousemag.com and twitter.com/slash/terrorhousemag. We we've we've got. Um, we, we 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 publish only the best, and I'm sure that includes some people here. I absolutely sent them the lyrics to All Star by Smash Mouth, and it didn't get in. Uh, well, then the problem is that would involve involve breaking copyright law. Like, okay, here, here's here's the situation: we have to remain within the laws of the U.S. government. Okay, so so no copyright infringement and no child porn. Aside from that, you're good. You're you're good as gold. Yeah, I was uh, I, I I was bummed. I really did. I just copy and pasted the lyrics to. Uh, to All Star by by Smash Mouth and was like, I'm gonna send that to the submissions and Matt's gonna have to read it. <laughs> like, how about uh, how about the uh, manifestos, Matt? <laughs> I'm just saying, like maybe for the future, would that be a good place to? Uh... The writing is good enough. I mean, we've got a we've got a, we've got an excerpt from what is basically a manifesto being published on Friday, so you know. Let's... Well, I mean, I'm just saying for the future, and uh, it's hypothetical. I'm. <laughs> I'm just asking if we know. we dis we we disavow any and all uh, uh, actions uh, advocated in a manifesto. We are apolitical. I'm not apolitical, but the cup, but the company sure is. That that is our ass saving line. You know that that's an interesting thing. Uh, this is a little bit of a 
uh, I, don't, I don't know if it's necessarily off topic, but it kind of is. Uh, something that bugs the shit out of Spiky and I constantly is how every fucking co- company is. It's like, oh, we're either Starbucks or Black Rifle co- Coffee. And uh, why, don't, why don't you just make coffee? So I kind of got to re- I, I got to respect that. But of course, you're going to get hit with being right wing, not only because, you know, you are, but uh, because you're not. A safer lit site that's i know that that's kind of what you're trying to cultivate and all that and that's what you're doing but that's gotta kind of hit you in the in the bottom line i would think you know, uh, it, long it, run it, it, I, I guess that it did to a certain extent like when when the whole attack against us happened last month uh a bunch of people did pull their submissions but the thing is uh what you lose what you know i hate to get all religious on you but when god closes one door he opens another uh and instead of having to um Instead of having to publish and pretend to like all these whiny LGBT or or whatever writers who just want to write about how queer uh, queer they are and how their queerness is, you know, these people are fucking horrible. Okay, we 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 maybe collected the best of that sad sorry lot, but I've seen some really sad ass lit mags looking through the the, the the archives of people going after us. I remember there was this one uh, mag, I forget what it was called. It was specifically targeted at queer women of color. The per- the person who put together this morbidly obese uh, Canadian chick who looked like um, uh, who was that chick who was in Precious the the one who looked like she was Chinese uh, the morbidly obese black chick yeah yeah it, she looked like her looked like her basically it looked like looked like her but with fucking nose rings and um, <laughs> this this website's this lit mag explicitly stated that you were not allowed to to contribute if you were a Trump supporter. <laughs> like how the fuck you could have fuck? How, how are you gonna quantify that? You know, it reminds me of when uh, my former roommate uh, a couple of years ago, his his girlfriend threatened to break up with him uh, if he voted for Trump. And to which point he called her bluff. Was like, what? What are you gonna? How how would you know if I voted for Trump? You're not gonna come with me to the voting booth, bitch. And they went to vote for Trump anyway. But the thing is, these people just completely infest the the lit scene like a cancer. And uh, Terrorhouse is chemo. It's chemotherapy for uh, it's chemotherapy for American literature. Well, I need somebody to do something similar to that to uh, like stand up or or something. Like, I, I think that I'm not surprised that literature would be one of the most infected uh, places, you know, of of all the planet because we know that the the, the neoliberal, the the left in general, whatever you want to call it, all of these fucking horrible monsters, they take over anything artistic because they. I guess especially now at this point say I don't need to get a job I can pretend to be an artist and oh you know some of them end up on disability and all this other stuff but they justify their existence by saying that they're an artist but they're not really they make just garbage uh but like writing has been around way longer than you know uh internet punditry or whatever anything like that but even that's already like video games is a better example been around way longer than video games but we saw video games get taken over entirely by these things and now in battlefield 5 you can shoot women uh yeah that's part of it but the other thing too is that the left is willing to just throw money uh at seemingly unprofitable causes just to gain control of them they've been doing this for decades if you look up for example the rural purge which happened in the 1970s which is when the the big three television networks decide to just cancel all of these uh immensely popular uh tv shows that focus on the lives of rural americans so like stuff like the beverly hillbillies the andy griffith show even though these shows were doing well financially they got rid of them because they want to replace them with uh, more urban read left-wing programming. Uh, 
they were willing to throw away money just to influence the culture in a certain direction. The left does this constantly. They've done this with, uh, you know, they did they see this in the '90s with like stuff like Will and Grace to uh, to lay the the foundation for greater support of gay marriage. Uh, the left always does this. The right is at a disadvantage because the right has this naive childlike belief in the free market and that stuff is successful. It's because, oh, the free market did it. No, 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 no. The market is – there's no such thing as the free market, okay? Uh, the free market is uh, – ex it, it, exists, it exists in fucking Tom Woods' brain. Uh, <laughs> it's – if you want to have a um, a stakeholder in uh, the culture and influence the society, you have to actually fund it. You know, a, people quote Breitbart as having said that uh, politics is downstream from culture, but it's the truth. Uh, changes in the culture now will predict uh, what politics will be like in about 10, 20 years. We've seen that with gay marriage. We've seen that with uh, we've 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 seen that with everything else the left pushes and. The, I'd like to think that Terror House is a small but uh, important part of, uh, even though it's officially apolitical, we're not gonna, we're not ever gonna enforce a fucking right wing views, and we do have some left leaning contributors. Uh, it's 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 a, it's a way of uh, clearing away all this pause, all this safer lit, safer lift crap towards stuff that people actually want to watch, stuff that's actually interesting and engages with the world. Right, and I mean, I get what you're saying, and that it it's. Anything that is, uh, and this sounds bad, but like anti-PC or you know uh, any of that is perceived as as right wing, which it didn't used to be. It really didn't used to be. I mean, especially if you looked at like you know '80s and '90s stand-up comedy and stuff, they were you know edgy for, or whatever uh, for their time, and then that just fucking changed. You know that changed really really quickly. Uh, and you're you're not allowed to make any of those jokes. Like uh, even even the, you know famously like Jerry Seinfeld is like I'm not I don't do colleges anymore because everybody is fucking horrible. Uh, and you know, like Norm Macdonald has uh, been you know the the left hates him now uh, just because he was like I, I don't like the whole Me Too thing or whatever. Um, so yeah, I mean, I mean, I I can see why people perceive it to be a right wing thing because just uh, being okay with people saying things uh, that make you uncomfortable is considered a right wing view, which is just it's baffling to me. It really is just baffling to me. I, I like people say so much stupid shit all the time to me every single day, and I I don't uh, I don't hit them or try to ruin anything that they do. I just go ah I don't like that person very much, and I go about my my day. Uh, and then I come home and I drink about it, you know, and that's that's about the extent of it. But uh, if you if you handle something like a fucking adult, then you're a Nazi. Um, so I wonder, you know, if, if in 10, 20 years it's going to get worse or if things will the pendulum will swing back a little bit and people will quit being such fucking babies about everything. It would, it's it's my dream that comedians will be funny again. Uh, you know, uh, stories can be edgy again. Movies can, uh, like not have just a, a diversity cast, in, you know, just to, just for them. Every fucking movie takes place in, in Wakanda if things keep going this way. Uh, and, and that's, that's just not going to be interesting at all. If you want to have Black Panther, 
go ahead and have the Black Panther. I, I, I see no issues with that. My issues with that were the, the media saying it was the best fucking movie in the entire world and you got to go see it or you're racist and you got to love it and all that stuff. But, you know, I mean, why the, why the fuck not? Have your, have your Black movie. What would you have before that? Medea? You know, Medea goes to jail. A very Medea Christmas. <laughs> like all that other Tyler Perry bullshit. Like he was making a killing before Black Panther came around. Because it was like, hey, it was, I'm surprised he didn't direct that movie, frankly. You know, you had that in the Friday movies, like the Friday movies, but you know, I it's I don't know. I I, I appreciate the effort. I hope that uh, I hope that it works out for us. I'm probably gonna be dead by then, Matt. I I'm gonna jump off a bridge, but uh, yeah. we've already decided how uh, we already decided your fate. Oh yeah, Spicky and I are gonna go duel in the street, uh, and and live stream it. But, soon, soon, probably. Yeah. Uh, so, Spicky, you got any questions for Matt? He's going to stick with us. Uh, if, you, if you're still down, Matt, stick with us through our last couple uh, articles. But uh, you, you got any questions regarding Terror House? I already asked Matt my question about the manifesto. That's very important to me. <laughs> um, but uh, so you don't have AIDS. No, I don't have AIDS. But there is a God, obviously. Is that the, is that the, there's a there's a god and he and he has a very sick sense of humor. <laughs> what the fuck, I love God now. Oh boy. Um. So yeah, what, what do you guys think? You want to uh, you want to head into our uh, last couple articles because we got some funny stuff here, honestly. Perfect. I'm I'm down. I've already I've already I've already I've already gotten the beer. So. All right. OIWD presents. Right to Bryden. 100% correct. 70% accurate. Christine Blasey Ford speaks out in a rare statement since Kavanaugh hearings. You guys remember Christine Blasey Ford? She talked like this. And I just can't remember. It's like, bitch, you are 180. You are ugly. Dr. Christine Blasey Ford. She's not a, even, a, even a fucking doctor. And might have, if you remember, uh, kind of lied to Congress uh, about her credentials. But hey, it didn't work out for her. We've got Brett Kavanaugh, and he's not necessarily the best judge that we've had. But hey, uh, when was the last time that uh, the Republicans actually got a good Supreme Court uh, justice? Well, it was Clarence Thomas is is who it was. But besides Clarence Thomas, you know, it's, it's, it hadn't been great. But uh, whatever. My issues with Brett Kavanaugh aside, uh, Ford released a statement on a GoFundMe page collecting donations for her last week. The page was created on September 18th with an initial goal of $150,000. It has raised nearly $650,000. So I'm going to I'm going to go and read this to you folks. Her uh, her her nice little thing there. Words are not adequate to thank all of you who supported me since I came forward to tell the Senate that I had been sexually assaulted by Brett Kavanaugh. Because of your support, I feel hopeful that our lives will return to normal. She goes on to talk about the generous contributions that have allowed her to protect her family from these frightening threats. Now you get, uh, uh, she, she did finally close the damn thing out. Uh, but you get, you get what has happened here, right? Because, uh, what was it? Struck, I believe it was, had, uh, had one, uh, 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 
I'm not sure if Lisa Page had one or not. Uh, but there's been quite a few of these people that like, I got fired and oh, all of these things. I just came forward and tried to do a thing. Please give me money. She doesn't need $650,000 for quote unquote security. Nobody was sending her any fucking threat. Everybody, it was September, bitch. Everybody forgot about you. Although coming forward was terrifying and caused disruption to our lives, I am grateful to have had the opportunity to fulfill my civic duty. Having done so, I am in awe of the many women and men who have written me to share similar life experiences of fraud and now have bravely shared their experience with friends and family. Many for the first time. I send you my heartfelt love and support. Uh, I'm sorry, that was there was an investigation done. It's uh, you, you were found to be uh, total, totally incredible. You couldn't corroborate anything. And uh, Sweatnik actually has a fucking DOJ investigation uh, opened up on her stupid ass. She got six hundred fifty thousand fucking dollars, and the lie is that she's not been able to return to her home. She just bought a home. She, this bitch has multiple houses, 650000 fucking dollars because she uh, got to c come forward and lie about a guy and drag his name through the butt in a very similar fashion of what they did to Clarence Thomas. You know, Clarence Thomas, pube on the Coke can, all of that. They, they, they're going to drag. I mean, when, when Ruth dies, how much you would have bet that Amy Barrett is probably, like, pegged a dude or something or, like, cornered a woman and they're going to try to fucking go after her for some, you know, sexual assault. I don't know what they're going to do to Amy Barrett. Hopefully she's the one that takes over after after Ruth uh, finally goes. She's back now, by the way. She's finally back. She's working again uh, after her fall-down crack-a-rib scenario. Well, this is just amazing to me. $650,000 and nobody thought, like, that's a lot of fucking money. How much security could she possibly need? Like, everyone had forgotten about her. And now she may be Time's Woman of the Year, Person of the Year, I guess now is what they, they call it. But I found this despicable, Spicky. I, I, I thought this was just one of the most uh, ridiculous things. And it's something that we see time and time again. It's just a new trend is, okay, let me go out here, do a thing, and then I'm going to have a GoFundMe, and then I'll funnel it in all from everybody in California and New York and all of that, and then you get a payday. So you get to come forward, be a liar, be a piece of shit, and then you get a payday, and that's just the way that it works. And everybody's fine with this somehow. This has to be some type of fraud. Uh, Yeah, I mean, they can't just outright pay her, right? They can't say, hey... Uh, we'll give you, or we'll guarantee you $300,000 for this. Uh, they can't do that. But what they can do is set up a fucking GoFundMe and funnel the money in that way through uh, various small anonymous donations. Hey, you want to go You want to go live for me? Uh, you want to go uh, do this? You got to find a willing participant first. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, Peter struck up what it was over five hundred thousand dollars in like no time. A lot of money, yeah, for a fucking guy who got fired. He got <laughs> fired. He was fucking insane. The guy is clearly a psychopath. I mean, you can see that in his fucking eyes. Like, oh no, you want to go testify? Uh, you're gonna be a martyr. We're gonna give you some money. Here you go. And it's the same thing with this. I really hope somebody propositions me with a GoFundMe page for something like this because I will gladly say Donald Trump 
Trump raped me for like 40 grand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was going to say, since since being a rape victim is so lucrative, I would like to say that one of the ex-girlfriends who has AIDS now did in fact rape me multiple times. And I have documented evidence of this. You're not going to get money for that, though. That's the problem, is you need to have somebody who uh, is either a government employee or uh, has money. Like, you know, like Jeff Bezos raped me. Like, there you go. I mean... Who's going to pay you more? The the people who fucking hate the guy or the guy who's going to try to make you stop saying that? Yeah, and that's what it comes down to. Yeah, that's the problem. The ex in question is living in a rat-infested hellhole in Los Angeles. So, uh, I, if I get anything out of her, it'll be like maybe 40 bucks. And she'll have to take out a loan to get that much. I don't know. I think Bryden died. Uh, Holy fuck, he did. He's actually dead. Perfect. Um, yeah, so that didn't take very long. I mean, I guess he didn't make it to the showdown, but uh yeah, I mean, like these these fucking these GoFundMe things, man, like they are out of fucking control. You see people with like these they have kids, they're right wing people, they have kids with cancer and shit, they get like Three hundred dollars, but you see some crazy cunt who's gonna lie about uh, uh, potential uh, Supreme Court justice raping her, or not even raping her. Her story changed like sixteen times. They're like, up, oh, yep, six hundred and fifty. Raped and it was attempted rape, and it was like thought about raping me. You know. Uh, <laughs> Well, they always talk about, was like, oh, the example that uh, Donald Trump is setting for our children, that's okay to be a racist, and that's okay to grow up women. How about the example being set by the Christine Blasey Ford and all these other false rape accusers, that you can lie about rape, you can lie under oath, and not only will you not be prosecuted for it, you'll get 600000 fucking dollars for it. Yeah, and potentially start- time person of the year. It, yeah, well, that's, I mean, that's the ultimate prize, really. Yeah. Uh, no, but I mean, it started out like it was full on like sexual assaults. Like uh, they tied her down, and it was a bukkake party on this fucking bitch. And then it, it was like, it was like, nah, he like brushed up against my boobs at the end. Like, what the fuck? Here's six hundred fifty grand. Have a nice fucking weekend, lady. Like, yeah, what the it, fuck it, is this shit? It's mass scale gaslighting because like we've all seen the pictures of what she looked like when she was young. Like yeah. she'd have to pay people to fucking have sex with her. Okay, I don't believe that. Oh yeah. Why do these shit lip chicks always have like the same obnoxious physiognomy with like the the formless face? You know, the weird shaped jaw, the chipmunk cheeks. They just look fucking weird and unpleasant. Yeah, it's almost like uh, you might could trace the way somebody looks to the, the way that someone might think. I don't know if anybody's ever thought of something like that before, but. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. Uh. Maybe a man likes to say things like "white." Uh. You know. <laughs> no. I, white. White man. Uh. Yeah. I mean, there they, there is a certain kind of look to it. Uh. I, I. I'm just a little bit more like. I thought we had. I thought we were over her. Like I thought she had already closed it out. But. I guess now she's finally closed it out. Six hundred fifty thousand dollars was enough money um nothing's ever gonna happen to her like nothing's ever gonna sweatnik is fucked Ju- uh, julie sweatnik is is in all kinds of trouble because she's a crazy person 
Uh, Avenatti, uh, he's going to end up in jail. I don't know when. I don't know on what. But Avenatti's going to jail. Even uh, speaking of uh, uh, do what? Beating women? Yeah, there's that. There was the whole, you know, beating the shit out of that actress thing. But uh, I guess today now Stormy Daniels is even uh, – and I just this is a breaking 911 tweet. This isn't even one of the things I that I want to talk about. Yeah. Uh, Stormy Daniels is now like, I'm uh, – yeah, Avenatti, like, opened up a second GoFundMe and, like, did all of this stuff without me knowing it or whatever. So even that's going down the fucking toilet for that guy. Uh, but it shows that – this GoFundMe, somebody needs to look at this GoFundMe shit because I've even heard about it being for legal fees, except I'm pretty sure you can't have a GoFundMe for legal fee shit unless they change something. That was one of the big stipulations is you can't use it to pay legal fees because they didn't want to get any of this type of stuff. But when it gets high profile people doing it, apparently it's OK. Uh, not that we should be surprised by two tiers of justice or two tiers of rules by anything in the world at this point you don't get anything good that happens to you everything is just put put terribly onto you because why have you not accepted just the truth that she's a very credible witness well well brad and the other thing is they make what is it like five percent off of each donation right so six hundred fifty thousand dollars for them to not do a fucking thing is uh, that's a that's a fair amount of money for them to just let things slide. And plus, you know, you know, liberal websites. It's not if it was a conservative, they would have taken it down. Oh yeah, well yeah. I mean, Stripe or whoever their payment processor is on that would have gotten rid of it fucking ages ago. You know, you're not allowed to do those types of things. Uh, before I go to this next one on uh, Kavanaugh, uh, Matt, you got anything else to say about GoFundMe or Christine Blasey Ford? I don't want to look at her fucking ugly face. Seriously, I that's yeah. a that's a that, that's a face that uh, well I can't say what I really want to say here. But that's a that's a face that inspires physical violence. In, uh, <laughs> it does. It, it, it's it's viscerally repulsive to me. That fucking fake ass smile. The, the the contrived fucking glasses. You know, Matt. Don't you believe me? I I, I was at a party with. Brett Kavanaugh in high school. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Oh, jeez, tee Like I, that that was the fakest, most fucking irritating thing about it. It was like fuck her ugliness, fuck the giant glasses that like uh, accentuate like her eyes to like it, it didn't work the way that she wanted it to. But you know whatever well, she, she, the voice. She probably got beep. She probably got BPD or something. Like that's I I I know I have no doubt that she believes her her fucking story. You know, but uh, that's all the more evidence of why she's a fucking kook. Yeah, she's a fucking nut. But you know what? She's not the only person that's been terrible to uh, Brett Kavanaugh. This comes from the Hill here, Washington Post. <laughs> Democracy dies in darkness. Places story on Kavanaugh returning to coach girls basketball in public safety section. The Washington Post published a story on the Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh returning to coach his daughter's basketball team under its public safety category. Kavanaugh returned to coach uh, his team over Thanksgiving holiday weekend after telling the Senate Judiciary Committee last month that he may never be able to coach again. Uh, National uh, Republican Senatorial Committee member Logan Dobson flagged the Kavanaugh story while questioning its placement in the public safety section. Uh, it was pl uh, uh, it was placed above the story about a six year old who was struck by a bus. 
So, uh, yeah, a spokesperson for the Washington Post said stories written by the author of the piece on Kavanaugh automatically default to the public safety category. I don't fucking believe that for one bit. The spokesperson said the story on Kavanaugh should not have been there and is no longer appear that I, I don't anybody believe WAPO on that one. I mean, I understand. Fine. I know how these websites work. So he just whatever. If that's not normally what he writes. Why would he not take a make a point to be like, okay, this doesn't go under public safety. This is this is totally out of my element. I normally write stuff about kids getting hit by buses. That was on fucking purpose, and they just hoped that it wouldn't get fucking caught, or they knew that it would. They just thought that it wouldn't be, you know, a, a senator that was gonna fucking find it. I don't buy that for one fucking second. Because it's WAPO, man. Democracy dies in darkness. WAPO. It's a fucking nightmare of a fucking organi- organization here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, 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 if you ever get the money for me, just buy out WAPO. And then uh, start uh, Terror House News. And then me and Spicky will just miscategorize stories and just make shit up. <laughs> we're pretty good at that anyways but yeah i mean how many people do you know that actually like read the washington post and be like there's a lot of truth to this because i mean yeah i mean they hit on truth sometimes very rarely but most of the time it's just the biggest pile of fucking bullshit like <laughs> over and over again too like they've they've done entire articles where i don't think they said one thing that was true well, it was people familiar with the matter or uh, sources say or what have you. Yeah, but I think like they even exaggerated locations and shit. Like the entire story was completely fabricated. Fifty <laughs> percent of the time. I, I I don't know, Forney. What's your what's your take on the WAPO, man? I mean, they're uh, they're still like pretty widely respected by a lot of people. I mean, I I. Uh, I, I got to say, I visit Washington Post probably a couple times a day. Uh, I think they're bogus, but I mean, they're still like legitimate well, news for some things, just not every every everything about WAPO can be explained by the fact that they're owned by Jeff fucking Bezos, the mm. CEO of Amazon. The only reason he bought WAPO was to basically advocate for Amazon business interests, which basic which includes you know. Trump is obviously bad for the populace and is obviously bad for Amazon. It cuts into their business model of strong arming local governments into giving them tax breaks on their stupid warehouses uh, and avoiding taxing them and uh, avoiding all the horrific labor abuses going on in their warehouses of workers being forced to uh, use piss bottles and dropping dead, uh, dropping, passing out from heat stroke because they have to meet productivity targets. Uh, so all their all their all their signaling with Mueller and and all this leftist bullshit is designed to get people to to ignore that. And I have to say, Bezos, you know, he's he's invested his money pretty damn wisely. You know, uh, there's a whole segment of the left that would ordinarily like the the same people who bitched about the were bitching about the Koch brothers astroturfing the Tea Party like six, seven, eight years ago. They got nothing to say about Jeff Bezos, who is probably the biggest labor abuser of labor. Uh, per capita in the United States right now, worse than Walmart. Okay, I, at least I, at least Walmart lets their workers take fucking breaks. Right. 
Well, I mean, he's the richest goddamn man in the world. And it's, I got to say, you know, I admire his monopoly to to a lot of things where he's just like, yeah, well, we're going to uh, not have people work on Thanksgiving and everybody should do that. It's like, you can afford to do that, you asshole. But way to leverage your shit. Like, that's that's pretty impressive. Uh but it, I mean, it is funny. I, I, I wouldn't think that. I guess there's some people on the left that are kind of upset about it. Like uh, Alexandria Casio Cortez, uh, La Leche Mamacita, uh, is is pretty upset about it. But she's far left, you know. Uh, she probably sees a little bit through that. I, I, makes me wonder how many of these people know exactly what the guy's doing, but don't care because he knows that Bezos and Trump are not friends. You know, they. It's Trump is has a vendetta against Bezos anyway, and clearly is going to try to use his shit to go after the guy. I don't I don't think of Donald Trump as an ideologue. I don't think Donald Trump really particularly cares about that type of stuff, but he does not like Jeff. And I think he's going to try to use his position to, to hit the guy. It's just billionaires using what they have to go at each other is all it fucking is. Uh, and none of us are included in any of it. Um, but I wonder how much of the population who is left leaning or whatever, even, uh, center left knows about that and is like, cause they are like, Oh my God, so much worse than Walmart. Like they're crushing Walmart. And I remember when Walmart and Starbucks were the biggest, baddest corporations that there are. Uh, I, I give, I give Amazon all kinds of fucking money, you know? Uh, I, I, I do. I'm. But I know that the guy's a fucking asshole. And who's he? Uh, who's he coordinating with right now? What was it? Uh, I think it was J.P. Morgan. Just like uh, open, like got some buildings right across from where they, uh, some Amazon headquarters going to be, and and they couldn't have known about that ahead of time, right? Uh, so the guy's building his. You know, he's doing what crazy rich fucking American people do. He's building the fucking country in his image as much as he can so that he can make the most money. I can't hate a nigga for that. Uh, but I can, like, not like it because I know that it's ultimately bad for me. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, everything he does is in, in, inevitable to uh, – to, uh in opposition to American interests. And, you know, I can't, I can't complain too much because I use Amazon products pretty effectively. I mean, I really like my Kindle, for example. Uh, but – Simply put, uh, what Jeff Bezos is doing is just not healthy on for on any level. And, but it is amazing just how he's managed to culture jack, uh, you know, culture jam the left into not doing any. Well, corporations in general have done this. Uh, whoever the, the greatest personage of the 21st century is the person who figured out how that you could get the left to stop focusing on labor abuses and stop uh, opposing the abuses of capitalism by just uh, acceding to identity politics. Okay. You've got all these left lefties now who are, who 10, 20 years ago would have been totally against corporations, totally against corporate power, corporate abuse. Now they think it's okay because, Oh, those corporations are fighting Nazis. Oh, those corporations support LGBT rights. Oh, they support gay marriage. Oh, they cut off Richard Spencer. Oh, they cut off, uh, you know, they cut off all these mean people from using their systems. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they're our moral compass. Uh, corporations are fine. And as a result, the corporations are allowed to do whatever they want. So long as they genuflect to the right social values. Yeah, I mean, as long as you just, uh, for whatever month during the year it is, change your logo to a rainbow flag, then you're fucking cool in their book. I mean, it's amazing that how we watch Nike 
uh, go from something that the left hated. I remember during my lifetime, I'm 31 years old. During my lifetime, I remember being like, Nike is a bad company. They use fucking child labor and, and third world labor, and they're just a shitty fucking company. And, you know, back when, like, there were the uh, uh, the Seattle uh, WTO uh, riots and all of that. It was WTO, right? Or was it uh, G20? Whatever. There was. I think it was the WTO riots. The famous ones when, like, holy fucking shit, they really, really, really tore up Seattle something awful. Uh, man, those motherfuckers hated Nike. They, they fucking hated all of that shit. And then you now you get Jim Carrey on Bill Maher uh, saying, I just bought some freedom-loving Nikes and putting his, his Nike thing. Like, it's... I, like I, I'm not I'm not a fucking commie, but like I I know that uh, giant corporations are are just bad. Uh, they're just not not good good people. But we saw Nike go from you know being a, a boring company that had just been around for for a while into uh, okay our market is now going to just be blacks and smart move. Uh, like if you're a shareholder of Nike. That you could see that ultimately that's probably a smart move. That's the, probably the majority of people that are buying your shit anyway. The NFL is going downhill. They're ultimately going to make that uh, uh, not an American thing. They're really trying to get uh, you know these events to be outside of the country. That you know whatever. Uh, but like they 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 destroyed the NFL through their you know like uh, Kaepernick shit. And then I have Kaepernick come on and they just Nike say, okay, we're a black company. We're virtue signaling and that's what we are. It's pretty disturbing. Like I, 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 I think Jeff Bezos does that in a, in a really uh, more subtle way though. Like I, I mean, I, I know he's a lizard person or whatever, right? Oh, yeah. But and he eats babies and like all of these things. But I, I never see like, Am I, I don't even think I saw Amazon put up a fucking, uh, you know, Black History Month or uh, uh, Gay Pride Month or any of those things. I've never seen them do a logo thing. Like they just do like sales on stuff, you know, which is yeah. infinitely more clever even. Uh, they just assume that like that is, I, it's, it's really fucking clever. Yeah, they stay fairly apolitical, it seems, as a website. Um, but it's kind of, you know, something like what Bill Gates has done. Right. Not not to that degree, but, I mean, they have... they've Apple computers are fucking garbage, let's be honest. I mean, he, he broke off. He made a fortune making something that much better. And, uh, yeah, he's a bit of a humanitarian if you would which probably means he's a vegan jew who eats foreskin bagels in the morning but um i don't think bill, bill gates is jewish uh he looks it he does because he's a he's a spiritual jew yeah that's fine i mean you <laughs> bill, know. yeah i mean but but i mean it's one of those things where like once you get that money like bezos has done um and you get a little bit of power it is the greed after that. They want it so bad, so bad, just to, uh, just to have the money to be able to talk to politicians is one thing, but to be able to influence politics is a whole nother thing. And that's something that Jeff Bezos, uh, Bill Gates, guys like that, you know, like Zuckerberg's under heat for doing this shit. Yeah, like, but the reason Zuckerberg's under heat is because they are mad at him and they don't like him at the cocktail parties because anymore. 
of George Soros. Yeah. Well, yeah. We did two Jews like going at it, which is awesome. Yeah, we didn't even talk about that. That's I forgot about that shit about how Soros tried oh, to buy awesome. up a bunch of Facebook, and uh, then like he, Zuckerberg said, no, Soros sells all of his shit, and now the media fucking hates Facebook. He's not liked at the cocktail well, parties because he didn't stop Donald Trump. Uh, uh, you know, that's all of that. Zuckerberg stuff hired. After. Zuckerberg hired a fucking PR firm to like expose Soros, so to speak. (laughs) And then like Soros is like, like, you can't criticize that guy. Like, what the fuck? You can't criticize George Soros. That fucking (laughs) that uh, democracy destroying fucking Jew. You can't criticize him. So (laughs) Zuckerberg hires a PR firm. And now there's going to be this just like long battle i mean they did fuck facebook stocks up or soros did when he pulled out but uh they like zuckerberg's got quite a bit of power too man like he's got he's got the money he's got the power it's gonna be funny man like i got the looks ultimate jew on jew violence (laughs) Mm mm-hmm that's uh, that's you know like uh you know the blacks they they you know shoot each other in the streets the jews they shoot each other on wall street you know well <laughs> well it's not like it's not like george soros can claim anti-semitism here zuckerberg's a jew and they're like attacking cheryl sandberg which is what the cf seat no she's the ceo no she's not the ceo uh she's she's basically uh she basically runs facebook she's right below uh Zuckerberg, but yeah, she's not like it's not like George Soros be like, yeah, this anti-Semitic fucking cunt. Like, she's a Jew, man. Like, good luck. Uh, I love that shit. I, I don't know. I mean, the it's still kind of a, 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 a interesting disaster. Yeah. I guess is like the way the way to look at it. I mean, and like it is like just people that have far more money than I'm ever going to fucking have. Uh, far more power than I could ever even dream of, like going after each other constantly. And like, I, I don't even know what that's, that's like to be like Jeff Bezos to where he's in get He's got state governments and, and city governments in bidding wars over like, uh, yeah, you won't have to pay taxes here. If you build something here, granted, yeah, there's going to be jobs there, but they are essentially going to be slaves. Like, it's not a good job. They're always hiring over here in Kentucky, uh, this place, uh, uh, Hebron, Kentucky, or whatever, which is really close to Cincinnati, and it's they're always on the radio, like, yeah, we're gonna, do, you know, do that, and we'll pay you twelve, fifteen, something dollars an hour, or whatever. What they don't tell you is like, and then you live there, <laughs> like, it's it's rough stuff. I don't. Forty, I haven't heard from you in a second. Like, has it been? I, am I wrong here? Am I way off base that like Bezos doesn't seem to uh, outwardly? Uh, and then, like Spicky was saying, like well, kind of Bill Gatesy doesn't really outwardly do things company-wise that seem to be lefty. It's much more yeah. "fuck you, I've got he's, money." Yeah, he's more he's more surreptitious about it. Like uh, he's he's uh, he's smart in that respect. He hasn't, and it's because of that he hasn't gotten uh, he hasn't fucking hated by everyone like fucking Zuckerberg is, or uh, or, or 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 even Bill Gates is. Uh, uh, Bezos comes off to me like a guy who isn't really ideologically committed to leftism. He just wants to do what he needs to do to ensure his company's dominance. So he buys off uh, he he buys off the democratic democratic money class through uh, 
massive donations. He genuflects uh, to left-wing policies in various respects. And it's also he can basically throw his nutsack around and be like, yeah, fucking, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm rich and there's nothing you can do about it. Like, what's the whole point of this uh, this fucking project he's building in, in, uh, in, in uh, Queens, in Long Island City? Uh, he got the fucking, was it the city or the state, uh, to, to underwrite a helipad. A helipad for this fucking uh, HQ in Long Island City. I've been to Long Island City. There's not a lot of space there. You know, it's a up and coming. Uh, well, it was up and coming like four or five years ago. It's probably pretty gentrified. Yeah, it's a now. helipad. So- <laughs> Sorry. But now they got a fucking. What does he need a helipad for? Answer. He, it's, he just put it there as a big fuck you. It's like, oh, I twisted. I I twisted the the government into giving me this fucking helipad. Fuck you, taxpayers. I'm Jeff Bezos. Suck my ass. Which, like, can you really hate? Like, there's something so fucking gangster about oh, that. Like, I'm waiting for the Jeff Bezos fucking mixtape to drop. You know, he's like, yeah, he just, he comes right out and, and he's just picking up where Takashi 69 you know, uh, uh, left off. And then he's like, you know, I, I, I got Takashi uh, put in prison. And then he just, like, comes right out. And it's like the worst rap ever, but you got to respect it because the grill, uh, you know, j- just says real president. You know, I I put helipads wherever the fuck I want, even on rooftops of buildings I don't even fucking own. Like, it is, dude. That is gangster as fuck. Like, I I wish I had gangster as fuck money where I could just like I I like I do. I wish I had the money to buy up my entire neighborhood block, go to the city and say, "Fuck you guys, I'm bulldozing it." How much is it going to cost me in permits? Be like, oh, you can't do that. You live in a historic district. Be like. Oh, yeah? Well, I'm buying a wrecking ball, which you don't even see anymore, and just fucking knocking houses down for the hell of it. And what are they going to do? Find you? You just get like, you just get the fucking the, the, the Bezos mixtape, dude. He's like, breaking building codes like SimCity with cheat codes. Look at me. They call me Jeff Bezos. I got all that money. They break the bank worse than Soros. You know? <laughs> hello. Hello. I'm Jeff Bezos, and I would like a tornado right through here. <laughs> And just buy a fucking tornado like in SimCity. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I wish I had fucking giant swinging dick money. I I really do. But then again, I'd be dead in like three days. So there is also that. I don't know how those guys do it. I really don't. They drink the blood of children, bro. (laughs) Fact. That is a fact. Oh, man. Is that all it takes to stay alive? I feel good. I I, I think... (laughs) Is that what it takes to feel good? Uh, How much does this cost? Uh, A lot. We did a story on it, like, not too terribly long ago. Uh, But, uh, yeah, we got anything else uh, on on that before we we hit this this last thing about the wall? Nothing? Nothing? Nobody? Matt? uh, No more more fucking uh, Jeff Bezos raps? Matt's asleep. Well, I would. Uh, well, I'll, I'll make this prediction. Uh, I think public anger. And I might be wrong uh, about this, seeing as I'm so far away from the U.S. But everything I'm seeing and hearing uh, suggests that public anger of an Amazon is at a boiling point. I'm gonna make a prediction. People are gonna start sneaking into those little Amazon warehouses across the country uh, after hours or whatever, and setting them on fucking fire because people have just had enough of this fucking company, from my observation. Damn. At least, at least it would be a nice pushback against this this fucking oh, no no wait uh 
Yeah, careful, careful about the things I, that you say, man. <laughs> I do. I do not endorse violence. I do not endorse. Uh, I do not support violence. I do not support criminality. But I can understand why people would go to that, even though I do not condone or support it. I disavow. Yeah, I don't think it'd be. It's not a good thing to do. Plus, like a lot of my packages have been late recently anyway. So, like, you know, don't fuck with do you your have man. Prime. Yeah, I got Prime. Don't you get it? Like, don't you get it? Uh, something back for that for like when they're late? I'm buying a. Sh I have no. Prime. I'm buying a shoulder holster for my new 44 Magnum uh, as soon as we get off this fucking show. So. Yeah. Uh, if that's late, if it's not here in two days, if it's not here by Friday, I'm going to be upset. Yeah, I've been having a lot of late packages recently. And, like, I get it. It's, you know, the, uh, it's the holiday season or whatever. But I'm you know, I'm not impressed. This has been happening for a couple months, and it's happened with a few different packages. It's kind of like, what am I paying for here, all right? So well, they, they used to give you a free year of Prime when they were late with something, right? I, I don't know. Or they'd extend it or something. Like, yeah, no, you should complain. I mean, that's all you do is complain. So I have. Complain. No, I did complain, and they were like, sorry. And I was like, hmm. okay, that's... Maybe I need to complain harder next time, and I'll be like, listen, I know that your <laughs> boss fucking eats kids, dude. Like, he hunts kids with Down syndrome. I know this, all right? That's what he does. Just get hammered. Just get hammered and call up Amazon, like, repeatedly all night long until you get what you want. Throw a liberal fit. I'm going to. I'm going to do that. Um, On a stream. Yeah, that'll be that'll be good. We'll do that. This is Right to Bryden, the number one ABL honeypot podcast. Trump is threatening to shut down the government if he doesn't get his fucking wall funding. Now, is that going to happen? Honestly, I hope so, but I really doubt it. Uh, you know, it's, uh, you, that's, that's coming right up December 7th. Um, but there's been a lot of people who have said that, yes, you can actually fund, uh, the wall and you can do that, uh, through, uh, I, I've been drinking. What is the name of the fucking thing? Uh, nobody, nobody has the word on, on, on the top of their fucking head. Why can't I remember it? Anyway, it's like it's like a coming together thing. But anyway, like listen, uh, Democrats did this all the time uh, to fund fucking health care. It's uh, it, it, it's a thing that you know you're able to do. They could actually get the funding. The the House, uh, even Paul Ryan is like, OK, we're ready to do this. We're ready to do it. The problem has always been the Senate. Um, so we'll see if that happens. I, I don't think that we're uh, he's not even asking for the full funding of the wall. He's asking for five billion. It's not even that much. You know, it's, it's not even that much in the grand scheme of things. Uh, and uh, I wish I could remember the name of the fucking word. Something. I can't fucking remember it. But I I don't... I, I, I don't think the government's going to shut down. I don't think that it would hurt anything. Like, you had uh, The View talking about it, uh, saying, you know, you had Joy Behar, that fucking genius... That genius Joy Behar saying, uh, yo, you know, you should shut down the government because when the Republicans shut down the government, uh, it, you know, hurts them uh, in, in elections. We just had one, Joy. Uh, people will forget and nobody will care. Um, and, and I'm sorry, when the government shuts down, you know, it doesn't really matter that too terribly much. It's not like it was when Obama shut down the fucking government and like put cones out in front of the national parks and like hired people to say you can't come in. Like that was that was all just 
black theatrics. That was uh, Tyler Perry presents government shutdown. It would be nice. I don't think anything would really get done. Nothing really like matters when there is a government shutdown. Uh, but the last time it, it was did not come out well for the Democrats. I do think that people want the fucking wall. I think that even a lot of the independents and moderates are a little bit more on, I would like to have some type of border protection. Which is why you're seeing a lot of these stories now coming out about, uh, like, uh, even Breitbart had something that was like, uh, uh, you know, many uh, uh, many Hondurans or whatever say they're done with the U.S. because they were lied to saying that they'd be able to... Uh, you know, come in and there would be work programs and stuff like that. And there's no doubt that they were lied to. I mean, these were these were caravans that were started by leftist, global leftist groups. You know, we've got uh, down in Venezuela, the leftist group that was funding it, which I don't know where they found the fucking money, but I believe the vice president on this one. There's some open borders in Spanish bullshit that was doing it. And apparently... Finally, there's a little bit of George Soros money that's been traced to this. What a fucking shocker there, too. We know that the tear gas canisters and all of these things that are exactly like the Holocaust, apparently, uh, were bogus. We know that most people, I think, are, are as much as they're not happy with that and are like, the gas and children or whatever, still think... Yikes, that's still pretty terrifying, some of the stuff that I've seen. And you did tell me that the caravan was months away. And then, oh, wait, there's another 10,000 coming? They're outright just testing the sovereignty and the borders of the country. And I think that even, uh, I mean, besides your communists and neoliberal and you're just, ah, da, da, you're like really crazy fucking far off open borders. Uh, or as Hateku, the comic uh, artist Hateku put them, and I, I love this. You can need to check out it's H eight K U. I think it's dot com, uh, maybe dot org, but it's one of the two. But you can find him on Twitter. It's H eight K U. He's really funny. Uh, oftentimes a little weird for me. I don't get all of his comics, but this one was great. Uh, it's you know uh, one people like one world, uh, no borders, no whatever. Uh, we're international socialists or I Nazis for short. <laughs> So the I-Nazis uh, are, are definitely anti-border, and we know that. But just average people, I think, understand uh, when they see the, the, the battling that has gone on. And sure, maybe they blame Trump or whatever, but there's videos of these people hucking rocks and shit at Border Patrol. That still gets out to other places, even the most left-wing places or whatever. It still gets out, and somebody's going to try to talk to your grandmother or something or your dad or your mom or something about that, and they're going to go, well, that doesn't, doesn't seem right because I don't remember that being such of a big deal. Now, if anybody ever brings up, oh, they're tear-gassing people, everybody at this point should know that the Obama administration tear-gassed 1,600 times. Like, all the time they had the tear gas out there. So, you know, I mean, not as bad of a president, I guess, as we thought. He at least tear-gassed some people, and I know he didn't like credit cards. I don't think there's going to be a government shutdown, <coughs> though. I, I, I don't think we're going to get the funding, and I don't think that there's going to be a fucking shutdown. Um, what do you think, man? What do you think, Spicky? Yeah. I don't, I don't think there will be a shutdown either. I think, I mean, there's obviously, there's constant threats of it. Uh... 
I really wish they would fund the wall, but I mean, at the same time, I mean, Trump has to do something. I mean, this is what's going to get him elected, reelected in 2020 is him building the wall. Um, as far as the whole border thing is concerned, I think that the funniest thing out of what happened uh, over the last few days was the tweet that Hillary Clinton made where she linked the article where they were talking, I don't remember where it was, but they were talking about uh, the tear gas at the border. And then it somebody had replied like, yeah, while you were secretary of state, this happened like 600 times. And she, she tweeted, she quote tweeted and she's like, this is inhumane or something like that. Um, like, but you know, like she was, she was in office when this actually happened and, uh, you know, it's just a bunch of fucking bullshit, man. We obviously need a wall. They are, they're testing the, uh, they're testing anything they can to, uh, try to make it look like Trump and ice and the border patrol are fucking these horrible people when, uh man, it's it's what's best for the country is keeping these actual criminals out because most of them are. This is just a giant photo opportunity, is all it is. Well, this is a bunch of bullshit. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's ten thousand potential Democrat voters sitting on the other side of that wall right now, ready to ready to come vote. Well, uh the FBI has already said that they know that there's six hundred known uh, uh, people in the 8,000 that are, you know, rapists, murderers, uh, thieves, things like that. And then uh, Mexico has already gotten uh, quite a few of them that were known to them as well and arrested <coughs> them. Um, Matt, what is it? Wh- what are you guys hearing about, if at all, about the fucking caravan? Because it's, uh, we were told that it, it was uh, a fantasy and disappeared, and then it happened all again, and they were like, oh my God. Uh, Alexandria Casio keyboard is like, oh, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's exactly like the Holocaust. And then we didn't hear anything from the SPLC. We didn't hear anything from the ADL. Nothing about like how that was a gross exaggeration. They just shut the fuck up. It, what's what's it like over there? Is anybody talking about that, or are they just like, oh, we've got enough of that? Like, welcome to the club. Well, they're they're trying to they're try, they're trying to do the same thing. They draw parallels with the the refugee crisis happened in Europe three years ago. Although, oh, they're fleeing war, they're fleeing poverty. They have the right to apply for asylum. Uh, that's not how it works. Uh, here's here's a refresher on international law regarding, regarding uh, refugee and asylum claims. Uh, if you're a refugee, political or war or whatever, you have to claim uh, you have to apply for asylum in the first safe country that you reach. Now you had all these quote unquote Syrian refugees who were trying to get all the way to Germany, um, and to do so, they were going through Turkey, they were going through Greece, they were going through Macedonia, Serbia, Hungary, etc. Uh, all of those countries are safe. Okay, Turkey's not ideal, but it's safe. Okay, it's it's it, there's no war going on in Turkey. The minute you leave, uh, if you're if you're a refugee and you leave uh, a safe country, you're no longer a refugee or a migrant. Same thing with what's going on with these uh, with these Hondurans. Uh, Mexico is a safe country. I mean, that's well, that's what the left claims. I mean, they everyone who you know, when everyone who gets calls it a shithole gets slapped down for being a racist. So, um, 
So they should be applying for for asylum in Mexico, if anywhere else. Uh, no, they're trying to go to the U.S. for for Gib, Gibsby dads. You know, they're they're trying. They're obviously yeah. trying to go there for Gibsby dads. In fact, I actually saw you know liberals on Twitter be like, uh, uh, some some right finger asked the pretty some boomer asked a pretty intelligent question of uh, why don't they apply for asylum in Mexico? It's like it's like uh, so and so some liberal replies like, well, if they do that, they lose the right to apply for asylum in the U.S. Yes, that's right, idiot. Feature not bug. Uh, you, you remember you remember last year all the story of those Haitians who were illegally trying to get into Canada uh, after the U.S. decided to deny their refugee claims, but due to some loophole in Canadian law, uh, they, they they could they couldn't legally enter Canada and and make refugee claims because uh, because they were already in the U.S. a safe country, so they were illegally entering Canada via that one little uh, that one little abandoned road in upstate New York and. They were getting arrested by the Canadians, and then were allowed to make refugee claims from the from the fucking refuge from the fucking uh, camp. That, that that's our fucking future, people. That's our fucking future. Uh, I mean, it's just something beautiful. I mean, I, I I love that because you're completely right. Um, you know, I mean, they they they've said that they don't want to live in Canada. They don't want, and the Canadians don't really want them anyway. But they've gone through several countries for that. And you get to hear all the time from people the bogus claim from the legal experts uh, that that they are on, on left-wing Twitter. Really, they're not even like left-wing Twitter. They're just Democrat Twitter. Like, I don't even think of them as like left-leaning. Or I don't even think of them as like left-wing. They're just like empty, open borders people uh, who... I just really don't understand anything. They're, they're the same people that just think that the market would, you know, the open borders libertarians who think that the market would take care of everything. Like, really what they want is uh, a, a slave class, just a new slave class, because they heard Bill Crystal say that they make good workers. Or they heard that, heard Nancy Pelosi or Hillary Clinton say that, uh, you know, that they're in danger, not dangerous or what have you. And uh, listen, a lot of these people are are not dangerous people, but they're dangerous to your culture. They're dangerous to your job, your society, all of that. That's just another fucking mouth to feed. And I don't blame him because if somebody was like, Bryden, if you go six blocks down, you don't have to pay rent anymore. Uh, and it's nicer I would probably go, yeah, that's fucking sweet. Let me do that, you know. But they're, they're, they've been lied to uh, when it comes to this. And I think it's funny that, like, Trump has been the guy that, like, told him the truth, you know. Like, Donald Trump was the guy that was like, you're not going to get in, dude. I'm sorry. Like, turn around right now. Uh, I mean, it's got to be it's got to be rough. But they've been paid the entire way. I mean, there's no way that there were not oh, yeah. porta potties, water, food, all of that. And then they complained about the Mexican food. That was fucking hilarious. It's like tortillas what? and beans. It's like that's just like what I eat, man. So like I don't, I don't know why you're complaining. It's pig food or whatever. But they, I mean, all of this was paid. It wasn't impromptu. It was organized. It was all these things, and it's all just a big push. To they have no. Like I, I forget Kirsten Nielsen, if I could find him, put out a big bullet point thing about just dispelling the myths that was being put out by people like CNN and MSNBC and stuff like that, uh, because they'll say things like and they would throw rocks at them and but they're still peaceful. There are there's videos, there's photos of these border agents like bleeding out the side of their heads. There was a guy, uh, a border uh, agent guy killed rather recently uh, from a rock to the head. I mean, it's like you don't want to get hit with a rock in the head like it's not a good thing and it can kill you people die from such things 
And yet we're somehow like, oh, it's women and children and what the fuck ever. I, what is up with that yeah. fat bitch in the frozen T-shirt, by the way? Like, she's real hefty. I don't know what fucking Dollar General she got that shirt from. She's eating, she's eating pretty good for a starving refugee. Yes. Yeah, most of them are. There There aren't too many skinny people amongst that crowd. Like, if you look at the pictures, there's like some 300-pound men who made the 2,500-mile trek somehow. Uh, it's kind of entertaining the fact that uh, they got lied to. They got shipped here. They were obviously well-fed. They weren't starving. They didn't walk the whole distance. Now they're stuck here, not getting in, and nobody's gonna pay for them to go back home. Well, the the U.S. is the U.S. is the U.S. is sending people back. I mean, I think that's shitty from like the the point of like whatever we gotta pay for it. But like, no, the U.S. is like, here's the buses, get the fuck out of here. There's people lining up to fucking leave because they were like, this is bullshit. Not a lot yeah, of them. Uh, not a lot of them. You know, I think it was like eighty out of several hundred or whatever. Uh, but you know, I mean, that's some. That that is gonna matter though, because the news, uh, all of that, that's gonna backfire. That's supposed to make us feel emotionally uh, bad, and all of these things, these staged photos, and all of this shit. Uh, but that's gonna get back to Honduras, to Mexico, to all of these places, and and the people that go back, that's gonna get back to them. And they're gonna be like, no, it's believe me, it's not worth going. You're gonna waste several weeks of your life, uh, and yeah, they're not. They're just gonna hit you with tear gas. Like, don't bother fucking going. Um, what a shitty time though like it's so hot like it it is fucking brutal down there and just going through all of that just because you got some free water and food for a couple weeks what a fucking awful time but i mean they are right close to the ocean i would give them a fucking inflatable raft and some paddles and say have at it (laughs) go to cuba here's here's, well i mean yeah go down (laughs) Go down to the Panama Canal. Go to fucking Cuba. Get the fuck out of here. You want? You made one trek. You can make another one. Enjoy. And just, just say, here you go, bud. Sink or swim. Sink or swim. And nobody hey. gives a fuck about them either way. Better yet, they can sail all the way to Australia if they really want to live in a first world English speaking country. I hear the Australians will take them in because they're fucking retards. If they don't, <laughs> if they don't sink the boats first, which is something that the Australians do, is they try to sink the rafts. Hey, that's not a bad strategy. Uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I mean, I'm, I'm either thinking we give them rafts or Pinochet style helicopter rides. I don't care which. I mean. Well, you know, jet fuel is fairly expensive, though. Like, you can get a raft of Walmart for like twenty bucks. You know what genius Eric Erickson is? Went to Twitter to say, uh, mm. you know, why spend money on the border wall? Why spend money on all this border patrol and all of that? Why don't we uh, try? Uh, why don't we uh, spend money trying to find a Pinochet type in uh, these these Latin American countries? So it's like, all right, Eric Anderson, pretty hot take there calling for dictators um what the hell like these people can't stop neoconning it's kind of like bill crystal the other week talking about regime change in china these people can't stop fucking neoconning they're like uh no border wall fuck that let's just like put install a dictator in a country because that's what we do like that's uh, it's amazing that's their solution for shit (laughs) 
<laughs> it is. I mean, like my solution is just one part of what Pinochet did. Uh, it's not really that affordable. You can only fit a couple people in he the helicopter. He killed some shitty. He killed some shitty oh, Americans, though. So. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's a. He was not a good person. Uh, I mean, neither was. Che Guevara, not a good person. I mean, none of these people are. They're they're really not. Latin but Americans. Some of them. Did. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I mean, you're uh, right. But, yeah. But, <laughs> but uh, but some of them did some good things. You know, I mean, I'm not saying like collectively they're good people. I'm saying some of their ideas were were pretty good, and we could. They were use just murders, Biggie. Their ideas were murder. Hmm. It's not necessarily. That's not 40, necessarily. Pull, pull me out of pull me out of this downward spiral that Spicky has put me into with the endorsement right, of dictatorship. Downward, you've been in a downward spiral since I fucking destroyed your bathroom. Yeah. That is a fact. You've been depressed ever since I left. <laughs> I'm kind of kind of neutral on the whole Pinochet thing. I mean, as far as dictators go, you could do worse. Yeah, but Eric Eric, Eric Erickson actually tweeted like <laughs> yeah. we could install we could like give funding and like try to install a pinochet type person it's like well i mean what that's a Cuck's, bold fucking tweet to make bro conservatives behind the times as always those jokes were old three fucking years ago i don't think he was yeah. joking dude i don't think he was joking i think that's just eric anderson uh, eric erickson i don't know uh it reminds me like three years ago when they were all suddenly like copying like they, they were they were imitating what was it uh, straight out of Compton yeah they're like straight out of New Jersey or shit like that you know while simultaneously insulting people like us for our, our course language you know uh, I like to imagine them listening to I get around right before they go pontificating on Christian family values. <laughs> God, and they yeah. talk about they praise law enforcement after listening to "fuck the police." <laughs> you just I, I don't know. Let me. I, I I feel like I should find the tweet. Uh, I because it did shock me. Hopefully, it's I, if it is. I, that uh, guy is a big fat retard, by the way. Yeah. Okay. He so, oh, he is terrible. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the U.S. spends 618 million in Guatemala, Nicaragua, Honduras, uh, El Salvador, and Mexico—a thing that we shouldn't do, by the way. But we could double that, and it'd still only be 11% of the cost of the wall. And we could deploy the money to find and prop up the next generation of Pinochet types. These countries are corrupt. We will not exterminate that corruption, but let's not pretend we could—we should let corrupt autocrats thrive who work against our hemispheric interests and cause refugee caravans to approach our borders, support strong leaders who will force through free market, re free market reforms and promote economic stability, even with uh, a heavy hand. So did anybody oh, tell oh. <laughs> anybody tell call Eric? Me crazy. Go ahead. Call me crazy. Did, did that, did, I, I'm pretty sure that policy was what kind of led to the left-wing kleptocracies leading up, you know, rising up to begin with. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, of course, I mean, he, has to get in the, he has to get in the free market there, of course, because of fucking course. 
No, uh, you might you might be you might be right, Eric. Uh, Erickson might just be behind the times with the memes because uh, somebody said I think there may be some holes in this plan. And he said I'm hoping for some helicopters in this plan. So it's worse than him just being a shitty neocon. He's a shitty neocon who is just. Why weren't you with us in 2016, bud? You know, it's just he he's just trying to get with the kids to to rail against the wall. Is what it is. They, nobody, nobody's. Of course, Splinter dot uh, Splinternews dot com says Eric Erickson goes full fascist. So this is gonna blow up in his fucking face immediately. Um, I he can't be anybody's favorite fucking pundit. Is the thing like he he can't be. It's well, he's so soft and squishy and pliable, like. If you tried to slap him across your fa the face, your hand would just disappear into his cheek fat. <laughs> <laughs> like be like slapping the Pillsbury Doughboy or the or the flubber. And it, yeah, his face would just rattle back and forth for like twenty minutes afterwards. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, I, I just I saw that tweet and thought like, what is this guy doing? I I, I just assumed that he was. Very serious. I'm sure he is very serious about uh, more oh, regime yeah. change and stuff like that. But he just wanted to get in the meme. He was like, "I heard that the kids are into uh, the Pinochet." Uh, that what a fucking asshole. That all right? Do we got anything else on this? We're we're at a uh, we're we're at two and a half hours. Uh, uh, Matt, you don't know that we we usually stick around and chat for a little while afterwards. So you're, free to do that but uh those are the things that we don't record and once we start recording them we will sell them to these assholes oh for millions some millions. of the conversations we've had yes we'll sell them for for millions of dollars and we won't pay taxes on it at all go fund me go yeah. fund me but uh yeah you got you got anything else i'll let you i'll, I'll let you go first uh for you so you can give out the the plugs but first do you got anything else on eric uh erickson's uh flubby uh, Christmas-like face. I have nothing that would uh, jeopardize. Nothing that wouldn't jeopardize your channel. So I'll just say that. Uh, <laughs> actually, now if I recall correctly, uh, I think he nearly died like two years ago from some sort of heart issues, so uh, or or cancer or something. So um, you know, uh, yeah, I'm still hoping. You know, uh, that cancer is in my uh, my hearts and prayers. <laughs> As as for as for plugs, uh, you know, Terror House Magazine, obviously terrorhousemag.com and twitter.com slash terrorhousemag. If you want to follow my work specifically, go to mattforney.com, uh, youtube.com slash user slash feel mattforney if you want to watch my live stream. I can't stream there because of a strike due to a uh, certain uh, a white knight of a certain ex-girlfriend of mine who has AIDS. Uh, so... <laughs> So, so, but you'll still be able to see all my content there. Uh, if you want to watch my, me live, go to twitch.tv slash Matt Forney. That's where the show is airing. And I'll probably end up on stream.me at some point. So, so go check all that out. Yeah, we got, uh, uh, there's, there's a stream.me for Right to Bride. And we just started, um, because I, I've been doing the let's look at some bullshit on the YouTube and it just kept taking it down. So those won't be on YouTube anymore. Those will be on stream.me, uh, and Periscope, but, uh, yeah, uh, Spiky, you got anything to say to these fine folks on a uh, Wednesday or the Thursday morning commute uh, if they're f listening to the RSS? Uh, these these wonderful, what you, whatever you want to call them, uh, the OAWD, the few, the proud, the OAWD. 
No, I mean, every three to four days, I have to remind you guys that I fucking hate you. Yeah. And don't talk to me on the internet. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but do like, subscribe, and retweet <laughs> the show. That would be that would be wonderful. Uh, hey, Matt, good to get to know you, man. That was uh, that was actually really fucking really fun, really funny too. Uh, same same here, man. Same here. It's a good time. It's a fucking good time. All right. Well, you love birds. Can uh, talk about that here in a second. But uh, yeah, jerk for- me off, Matt Forney. Yeah, for uh, uh, for the time being, we're gonna go ahead and see you on uh, on fucking Saturday because we're doing the Saturdays now, not Sundays. Uh, so we will uh, we'll go ahead and see you then. <laughs> Thank you.